0: Welcome to Judgment. It's Bond season. Be fair warned, we do talk about this movie in depth, so spoilers ahead. Now let's have some fun. Enjoy. Hello everybody and welcome back to Judgment, the ultimate movie raking podcast. I'm Andrew and I'm here with my two co-hosts for James Bond. James Bond, that's not even the name of this movie, but I'm here to talk about Tomorrow Never Dies. And I got Blaine over here. Blaine, how are you? Well, hello. Oh, I like that. Yes. All right, Corey, what about you?
1: How you be? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, me. Mm-hmm. No, no. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, tomorrow never dies,
0: Andy. Yeah, tomorrow never dies, everybody. So, why don't we jump right into this? Oh, okay. Oh, no, maybe we shouldn't. We, we should probably do some thumbs first, right? I mean, I've only we, done a thousand of these episodes. We got, we got yeah. a couple of things. To yeah, do. holy fuck! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Right,
1: let's go ahead and jump right into this.
0: Yeah.
2: Let's let's, yeah, let's go on. ahead and uh, do our awards uh, <laughs> and wrap this thing, up. That's how we do it every time, right? Best death. Go ahead, Blaine. Yeah, you <laughs> have the. Uh, we got to do the uh, little IMDb. yeah, we, yeah, we got to do a couple.
0: <laughs> Once again. I've only done a thousand of these shows. Yes, <laughs> one I think day maybe get...
2: Andrew did not have his afternoon cold brew.
0: Oh, I did not. I think that I think we
1: we
2: have nailed the problem.
1: I think oh. Andrew hasn't had his afternoon cold poo. Ho ho! Cold
2: I... poo—that'd be
0: shocking. Oh,
1: <laughs> could you imagine? I thought you were doing a bit. That'd be <laughs> shocking, Andrew. More on that later. <laughs> I'm more on
0: Andrew's cold poo.
1: Tune in tonight. <laughs>
0: A cold poo would be frightening, actually. I'd yes. I'd immediately go to the hospital. And I would suggest anybody. <laughs> no, not-
1: I see. I'm going to the doctor. <laughs> yeah.
0: Doctor. This cannot be good, whatever is happening here.
1: The poo is cold. <laughs> <laughs> A very dramatic read.
0: <laughs> yeah, very. Your poo is so cold. Doctor, doctor. help me. Help me. All right, so <laughs> now that we've established all that, let's go into our back on track. Yeah, back on track. Uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get there. I promise. Our new so, segment, back on track. <laughs> yeah. uh, we should just call this show "Back on Track" over mm. judgment. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's do some quick overviews for "Tomorrow Never Dies." Blaine, I'm gonna start with you. How do you feel about "Tomorrow Never Dies"?
2: I'm gonna come out of the gate and just uh, say two thumbs up. Okay. This was a good time in my eyes. All right. I see y'all's faces, and I'm very interested to
0: see what you think as well. Oh, this is how I always look, but thanks anyway. Um. So, all right. Well, Blaine, two thumbs up. Corey, what about yourself? How do you feel about Tomorrow Never Dies?
1: I'm giving this one thumbs down.
0: All right.
1: Gentlemen, oh. I did not like this movie, nor did I dislike this movie. It is just the most unmemorable flop I've, I've ever seen i've seen it and i was selling blaine i don't remember it at all obviously from watching it and i i think it will just escape my brain in a week's time it just it, it's not memorable yeah. for me it's not for me dog
0: no. blown away all right this is starting off very interesting so here here's here's my take i i agree with Corey on some things and I kind of agree with you on some things, and I'm splitting the difference. I gave it one thumb up. All right. Yeah. That's. Yeah. This is going to make for some
2: interesting uh, <laughs> discussion. This might be the most we've differed on a movie. This is going to be fun.
0: Our scores are going to be wildly, <laughs> wildly all over the place. I can't wait to see how this turns out. Okay, uh, okay well, now that we've done that, why don't we do just a quick uh, little read here from IMDb. By the way, who whoever is typing these on the IMDb is doing the lord's work. These things are <laughs> perfect. Great. Yeah, Quick. succinct. <laughs> Boom. They nail it. All right, so James Bond sets out to stop a media mogul's plan to introduce war to introduce induce war between China and UK in order to obtain exclusive global media coverage. Sums it up. Yeah. Way to go, guys. All right. So, Tomorrow Never Dies. This is our 18th Bond film. This is Pierce Brosnan's second time out as James Bond. And it was released in 1997, guys. What a time. So. A time to be alive. I tell ya. Not for Princess Diana. Ooh. Oh. Fair point. What about Dodie?
2: Ah, uh, fuck it. We
0: always forget about Dodie. He should be remembered more. <laughs> God bless, Mister Fire. Guys, remember mean- Doty, please, yeah,
2: please. Is that that house elf?
0: <laughs> <When> you-
1: Stupid.
0: <laughs> Managed I- to get a Harry Potter joke in <laughs> here. He nailed it. Yeah, Long guy. Yeah. Oh, connect Princess Diana's death to Harry Potter. Blaine did it. Uh. So yeah, we gotta. <laughs> I'm thrown off now completely. I'm turning to Flowers for Algernon over here. Um, so, <laughs> so stupid.
1: This, is, this episode is getting off the rails. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Back on regroup, track.
0: Regroup. All right. I mean, uh, fits with the movie a little bit, but okay. So, so guys, we begin what with the gun barrel What are y'all talking sequ- about? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Go. Okay. I'm so.
2: interested. Let's let's go.
0: All right. So, we begin with the gun barrel sequence. This is the first one we see with Brosnan uh it's fine it's fine got no no qualms about it i I think it was
1: pretty strong i mean i like pierce pierce really moves into it i like it
0: yeah i got a lot of good things to say about pierce actually but so we move on from the gun barrel sequence and then our movie starts in a snowy landscape and guys i can only describe this as a looks like a terrorist arms bazaar (laughs) on the russian border i believe so it was the russian border i think he might be dead on
1: yeah yeah why did they need to be that specific
0: i gotta be honest that's the most that might be the most british line in this movie it's a russian arms bazaar (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah that uh took me for a little loop um so, yeah, oh, oh, so we...
1: minutes later, they're like, if you don't know what a bazaar is, they're going to tell you, oh, it's basically like a Russian supermarket. Yeah, like, basically. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Could have probably
2: just. That was for the Americans.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. That was for us, guys. Yeah. So you already <laughs> said bazaar. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> we we had to get uh, clarification on that. Uh, so, at this point, we see a bunch of terrorists sorting through various <laughs> weapons, uh, which is frightening. They had actual fucking jets and everything else they were selling there. But then a surveillance camera comes up from the snow, and we cut to the Situation Room over at MI6. And uh, we have M and the British military watching the events as they occur. We get Judy Dench. First Judy Dench back in uh, Brosnan. I like, I, you know how I feel about Judy. Love some Judy. Yes. It's the well, first time good. we see her as M. Yes. Yes. The first yes. time yeah. in the and Brosnan
1: it's, verse. It's, it's Dame, it's Dame Judy Dench. She's full dame. I
0: don't know if she was dame then, Corey. I don't know if oh, she so got you're, it.
1: You're not retconning. Okay. Well.
0: Not at all. Hey, we're in nineteen ninety seven. <laughs> what what year did she win for that horrid movie? I'll have to look that up when somebody else is talking. Anyway. <laughs> uh so yeah, we get Judy Dench. we get the British military there. Uh we have a gentleman there named Pearson, which I guess is kinda like uh, the Tanner of the movie, just an extra MI6 person helping him out. Uh, at that point, they start identifying different terrorists, including Gupta, who uh, comes out later as a henchman for our main villain. We also get uh, Admiral Roebuck. Roebuck? Yes, Roebuck. Of the Sears? Of the Sears. <laughs> His family started it. Uh, Roebuck has an interesting face. Well, even...
1: are we fans of the Police Academy films? Because uh, I thought he looked like a spitting image of Commandant Lazard from Oh, them. <laughs> Except,
0: that's a good funny. point out. <laughs> yeah, he. That's a good point out. He had a lot of Lazard in him. And uh, to answer your question, it depends on which police academy you're referring to. <laughs>
1: Seven <All> of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Moscow, the one in Moscow.
0: <laughs> oh God, whatever number that is. Uh, Mission in Miami, I remember that one. Uh, un- And that's... I unfortunately remember that one, so... <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so we got Commandant Lassard there, and... Uh, so at this point, uh, he basically takes over once he sees everything going on. He talks to the Russian general, who's also there for whatever reason. And he tells them this is now going to be a military operation. And they launch a goddamn missile to kill these terrorists, which... I, I think it's the right move, <laughs> not a bad move there. Very American, 100% American. Except he's you. not
1: yet. But zero to sixty for. Oof, I thought it was a little <laughs> bit. Take it. Take a little bit more of a breath. For, like <laughs> you could have scanned just a little bit more and found out you shouldn't
0: be doing that. Yeah, maybe maybe see what else they got there before you just launch a goddamn rocket over there. But this is why I am not a general gentleman. So. He's you know what,
3: Corey?
0: You're absolutely right. He is an admiral. Good call. Anyway. <laughs> so at that point, uh British ship launches a missile and it's going toward uh, the bazaar. The
2: bazaar. Mm-hmm. Before you move on, did you notice that when the British naval ship shot the missile, the button that they used to do it was entitled Peace or War? <laughs> Depending <laughs> on the status, so he switched it to war and then hit the button. I thought that was hilarious.
0: You know what? I did notice that, but I might like the movie a little bit more because peace of that. and war. <laughs> they just want to make it clear. And again, feels like a very British button. That button
2: feels very mm, British. Peace or war? <laughs> Cake or death? Cake or death?
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> give him, give, so, give when him, this give happens, <laughs> <laughs> when this happens, this begins a uh, ticking clock, if you will, for James Bond. He only has a minute amount of time to get things done because, surprise, surprise, uh, there's a goddamn nuclear warhead there. Yes. <laughs> attached to one of the jets. So, if this missile hits, we got some problems on the Russian border. So, we call a chain reaction. Uh, you're damn right. Gonna read and <laughs> so at this point uh, everybody in the situation room sees it they try to cancel the missile no go missile still going but at this point uh we get to see one of the terrorists trying to light a cigarette somebody comes up lights it for him and then kicks him in the face and this is brosnan in his major opening.
2: Filthy habit. And you know what? Brosnan takes a really strong anti smoking stance in this movie. He does. And I you know, I'm here for it. I'm here for that this, too. This is not the only time he does the old uh lighter switcheroo punch to the face.
0: He sure does. Uses a uh, ashtray as a weapon too. Ugh.
2: <laughs> smoking kills. Yes.
0: <laughs> Brosnan's not taking this shit. Take that, Conry. <laughs> Anyway, so at that point, uh, we get James. (laughs) Kicks the terrorist in the face. White Knight. Yeah. Starts handling some shit. He
2: owns so much ass in this opening (laughs) scene. He really does.
1: It's a great opening. It really is. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. The camera threw me off. Anyway, so (laughs) he really owns it. There's a great little uh, slide under the uh, jet knock somebody kick somebody's yeah. feet out from a minute. loved that does a lot of cool shit yeah and then we uh find out that james bond is actually a really good uh pilot as well when it comes to jump uh to military jets he gets in the jet with the nuclear weapons and uh after uh killing numerous people he flies off but we're not done We have a co-pilot that's been knocked out in the back seat, Mm. and he starts to strangle James with his phone charger, I'm assuming, and uh, on top of that, another jet comes and begins to fire on James. Right. So now we've got two problems here. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, multiple problems. Yeah, some James problems. <laughs> some James problems. I did think it was weird when James was getting strangled that he started to jerk off. I, you know, Just
0: it was really wild when he did that. Um, I, I really felt like we didn't need that. But
1: he had to call his mom know, and convince her that he never tossed off. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I don't know. Sometimes, Are you talking about Bronson or James? <laughs> <laughs> I never did it. It's only for the movie. <laughs> that was a Brosnan
2: accent. I again. don't know what. That That's was. The best
1: Brosnan accent we're gonna hear. <laughs> that mommy, P- no. It was me. Is that Peter O'Toole? <laughs> it might have been my Peter Bond? O'Toole.
0: Eventually, all my British accents just become one. So <laughs> Peter O'Toole. <laughs> yeah, Peter O'Toole. But yes,
2: James is bomb. You know, he's getting away in the jet, fighting off this guy strangling him. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, uh, the missile hits the bazaar Everything blows up But good thing James traveled off of those warheads He got the nuke out of there And then in a real interesting move James flies underneath the other jet And hits the eject button Launching the co-pilot Into the jet and it explodes Loved it
1: He launches him into the other <laughs> jet Into that
0: other jet seat
1: Yes. Through the goddamn plane
0: <laughs> Takes his place Yes <laughs> And what? surprisingly, the guy doesn't turn into goop when he yeah, crashes he would, through that he'd jet. Be, he'd be cream. He wouldn't be. <laughs> he was still a full body. Well, you know, it is
2: a, a terrorist jet. You don't know what they're made of. This yeah. Paper. Paper. <laughs> yeah. Whatever oh. it is, I bet Goose wishes his plane was made out of it.
0: Oh, I bet. I bet. Oh,
1: I thought you were going to do more of a Sully Stullenberger thing. I
0: don't know. But yeah,
1: so in this scene too sorry.
2: <laughs> um now that's a pool, Corey. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. James is piloting the jet with his knees.
0: He is doing it with his knees, <laughs> yes. He did all
2: this with his knees.
0: <laughs> Cause he's that fucking he's, good.
2: He's yeah, his his skill level in this movie is just Oh, it's off the charts. It's top notch. Yeah.
1: He's as good just, at driving and piloting things. He really and is, and that's just the start.
0: That yeah, that's one of very few things, um, many things that he's great at.
2: But yeah, that that's how we we open the movie.
0: Yeah, and I dig it. That's how our oh, that's our cold open for this movie. Uh, M super happy. Uh, the general looks a little upset. Jim like uh, Jim <laughs> M likes that because uh, apparently later on in the movie they don't have a good relationship. No, no not Russians,
2: at all. filthy Russians.
0: Yeah, so at that point, we jump into our opening titles, guys, with a little Cheryl Crow singing the opening song. Uh, I guess I could just say, for me, the titles are fine. Uh, good bit of CGI, a little 90s CGI in there, but uh, not a fan of the song. That's what I got. Yeah, I always like to kind of
2: gloss over how I feel about the song in this particular section, and then talk about you know my mm-hmm. real feelings later, so oh, I know I'm I gonna know. hold comment.
1: Yeah, I okay. will say my comments on about the song, but the it's so funny how how it places this movie. But the graphics at certain parts were like this uncanny valley behind the mind, beyond the mind's eye, lawnmower man kind of. It thing. is it's very like, lawnmower man. Heck, are yes. they? What I just <laughs> it what. I think at the time everyone was probably like, "Man, you see that like girl made up of like grids and and, mm-hmm. and, and chips?
0: Wow, man, that was cool. <laughs> she was made up of Pringles, um, <laughs> chips, Lay's. <laughs> I can't believe she
2: was um, not made of GPS. And yeah, we'll talk about right.
0: that later. That's right.
1: That's right. That's right. <laughs> we'll talk about that.
2: Sorry, a little tease for you guys.
0: Yeah." So, yeah, it's uh very 90s. It's, lawnmower Man was the best description I've heard. That is exactly what that was. But, yeah. All right, so we'll jump a little ahead here to our next scene. We're now in the South China Sea with, I will go ahead and say, the most British fucking uh, ship name ever, the HMS Devonshire. Yeah. <laughs> they I wanted you was, to I know. I it
1: was HMS Worcestershire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it would have been a... Real upgrade for this. But yeah, the Devonshire. Uh, And they have jets flying overhead. And we soon learn that these are uh, Chinese fighter jets and they're yelling at the ship because they are in Chinese waters. While the ship does not believe they're in Chinese waters.
2: Unbeknownst to them, Mm -hmm. they've somehow gotten off course.
0: Mm -hmm. Mysteries ahead. Now, while at the same time, there is a stealth ship coming up and it's kind of sneaking along. But you would think that maybe those Chinese pilots would have said, Hey, what's this other fucking uh, ship you got down it's there? Stealth. It's a stealth ship. Well, I mean, they're flying right over it. Is, they can see it. <laughs> it might not it be on the radar. It's dark. Oh, I mean, hey, okay.
1: I'm sorry. The top of it <laughs> is looks like waves. <laughs> didn't you see? Did, sure. Didn't you see the waves on top? <laughs>
0: Right. Um, (laughs) Right. (laughs) Looks like a fucking stoners van. Is that what we're saying? Somebody spray painted waves on it?
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's what I I thought. All
0: right. So at this point, uh, we take a look inside the stealth ship, and we meet our first henchman, guys. Mr. Stamper. Air Stamper. Air Stamper. Real giant Aryan-looking motherfucker, this guy. And uh, he's kind of... uh, in control of the whole situation. At this point, they're talking about launching something into the British ship. And after a little bit, they finally do launch what is a giant fucking drill. that kind of defies the laws of physics a little bit, but I'm here for it. It, <laughs> it was nice. driving
1: up and down.
0: I, <laughs> I, I yeah, can not believe
1: it. Once it penetrates
2: the <laughs> ship, they are still controlling it. Mm-hmm. I was like the the only thing car. Yeah. uh, All I could assume was that the ship flooded so quickly that they still had, they were still in enough water to control it.
0: It it Pac-Man styled moved around the ship. It was really wild. (laughs) The
2: most insane thing. Yeah. And it was not a small implement.
0: No, not at all. It goes from like horizontal to completely vertical in a matter of seconds and destroys the ship. Very interesting, this drill. What fun. I loved it every and second. It looks,
1: it's basically mm-hmm. the total recall drill. Like that same kind of style. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: Um, but yeah, so as the, the British ship is being attacked, did you notice who is in this scene?
1: Oh, I sure did. Yes, I did. We all mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking Gerard Butler. Gerard mm-hmm. Butler. Yes.
2: Has one line. <laughs>
1: Hey, you gotta start somewhere. You do. You gotta He's full-on Scottish, not holding any, anything back. No, no, way. no. Second uh, film credit, I think. I think he only had one thing before that.
0: Oh, well, good for him. Good for him. Way to go, Gerard. As far, mm-hmm.
1: And as for film credit, I, I read that the guy playing Stamper had a 60-second audition for this movie. He basically came in and said, I'm here, I'm big, and I'm German. And they hired him. <laughs> it's just what I read. All right. <laughs> I mean, And the ball, the sack on that guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what else do you need, I guess? <laughs> yeah, you
1: know what you're looking for. You know what
2: you're looking for.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, Germans are scary. I'm just glad we didn't have a fucking uh, another Asian stereotype henchman in this one, for God's sakes. It's nice to get away from that for a while. Uh, So, yeah. So, Stamper uh, sends the drill. Now, all the survivors in the Devonshire start to escape. And for some reason, our director decided to do the weirdest slow-mo in this. I can't even figure that out. But they start to escape. They start to swim toward the stealth ship and are machine gunned down by Mr. Stamper. And at this point, someone else is filming them getting machine gunned. And then we cut to our main villain, guys, Mr. Elliot Carver. Before that, though. Oh.
2: Oh. As the British ship is sinking, the stealth ship fires a missile at the Chinese jet fighters.
0: Great point. Yes, it does.
2: To make it look like the British ship destroyed the Chinese airplane.
0: Yes. Takes down one uh, Chinese jet. Yes. Yes. -hmm. Yes. So, yes. So, after that, we now jump to Elliot Carver, our main villain. He's the head of the Carver Media Group, and uh, he's writing an early headline for his newspaper... Called tomorrow. Now, this is obviously Rupert Murdoch, right? Yeah, we're...
1: and or all media moguls. Yeah. True, true. But yes, yeah, I feel like this is Donald Trump's favorite movie. Fucking fake news.
0: You'll th- oh well,
1: you. Yeah, we open up Donald Trump impression. Here we go. Oh Blaine, god.
0: Just... <laughs> Blaine, you go first. <laughs> see, the see, they just.
2: Out. They're just controlling the media. <laughs> uh, under my watch, uh, all news is real, mm-hmm. no fake news. Uh, Garber, <clears throat> tremendous liar. Liar. But yeah. <laughs> Garber we, I don't is, read The Tomorrow. Stop is, reading The Tomorrow. He, he's there manipulating
1: <laughs> everything. Mark Wahlberg came in. He, <laughs> he always does. Mark, how he's do you do it? Here. Mark always knows when Donald Trump's lying. Hey, hey,
0: is this Tomorrow newspaper? I don't like your headlines.
1: Do they? (laughs) We don't get that in Boston.
0: Yeah. Um.
2: In this scene where Carver is like, he has like all these screens in front of him. He's writing headlines, like in real time. He is tapping so goddamn hard on his tablet.
1: I
0: was gonna say the tapping
2: killed me. I hated it so much.
0: Yeah. You wanna really ask Jonathan Price? Have you ever fucking typed before? Have you? Well, it was like a a tablet.
2: He he probably didn't know. No no. no this is an early tablet.
0: But like
1: why didn't they have Foley just come in and, and, and reduce that noise or make their own noise? Why was he why are they just captured like him just fucking hammering that and he did it no <laughs> less than like eight times.
0: He did <laughs> it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, At one oh point God. you really wish the director would have made a tighter shot so you didn't see his stupid fucking hand doing it, because that's that scene later on is like, okay, man, you got it. <laughs> Uh, we also,
2: yeah, you, got it. you, got, it, you got it. You're typing. <laughs> we
0: hired this guy in 30 seconds. I guess we can hire you with shitty typing. Uh, so then we meet, uh, Mr. Gupta. He comes back and he's, uh, a real Steve Bannon looking motherfucker. And he is basically scrambling satellite signals. And really he's using the, uh, GPS system to throw off the ship and the borders. So we all know it's coming back to Carver for this. Uh, and by the way, since we're talking about Carver, did you guys read who was supposed to do this Anthony role? Anthony Hopkins, right? Anthony fucking Hopkins? I would have loved that. This would movie have way better. would have excelled if it was Anthony Hopkins in that role. And
1: here's the thing. I don't want to get too far into it right now. I like Jonathan Price. He's great mm-hmm. in Terry Gilliam movies. He's good. Yeah. I did not like him in this at all. I don't...
0: I, I was... Look, I've seen this movie before, but watching it this time, I was a little shocked at uh, the scenery he was fucking chewing on during his entire time on screen. The whole movie. It was pretty rough for me. Um, You know, uh, Kevin Smith, I think, was talking one time that Jack Nicholson, when he did The Joker, influenced villains for like the next 10 to 20 years. (laughs) In the fact that, you know, Jack Nicholson's a huge name when he did Batman. And he's playing the villain. He's hamming it up. He's at a level 10 the whole time. And every fucking body after that, every major movie star wanted to be the villain in a movie. And how they could not get it right. <laughs> and I think Jonathan Price falls into this category of, like, uh, Tommy Lee Jones is Two-Face. And uh, you got Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. They just want to be at a 10 the whole time.
2: what were wrong with this? Oh.
0: (laughs) Oh. Not a thing. (laughs) Not a thing. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he... um, He feels like he's in a whole different movie (laughs) this whole time. He's pretty whiny. He's
1: nuts. And not a fun way,
0: either. Yeah, yeah. And it's very... We'll talk about it when we get there, but... And He's... I'm just going to tell you right now,
1: I have a soft spot for Tom Lee Jones' as Two-Face. I don't know why, but I've, I've always All right. liked it. Okay. It's, it's just the right amount of way too much for me.
0: I got to tell you, my, my thoughts on Batman Forever is Two-Face didn't have to be in it. <laughs> uh, you got Jim Carrey, who is at a level 10 the whole time. I don't I don't think Two-Face was needed for that, but that's fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Carver does his video conference and uh, we can see he's already manipulating headlines. He's blackmailing the president uh, with a sex video of a cheerleader. We're, we're in Clinton times, kids. Mm. <laughs> so uh, at that point, Gupta comes in and they let him know that the Devonshire is sunk and we can start working on the headlines for uh, the newspaper tomorrow. Now, here, after we've set up all this with uh, Elliot Carver, we now jump to Bond, who is doing what he does best. And he is knee-deep and I'm guessing, a German professor? She's Danish. Ah, thank yes. you. There we She's go. A,
1: her name was Inga Bergstrom. In the, uh, that was, I guess that was the character's name. Oh, all right. And you can see pretty much all of Inga's cornhole.
0: Uh yeah, they didn't really cover it up too well, did they? It's uh on display. I was shocked. <laughs> yeah. Das Cornhole. Yeah, das Cornhole, Mr. Bond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so from then we get a first look at our new money penny guys, Samantha Bond, which she was born to be in a Bond movie. Uh so she's our new money penny for the Brosnan series. And she tells James that he needs to come down to uh Headquarters to discuss uh, What's going on in the world Between China and England uh, Some pretty good lines here You were always a Cunning linguist, James uh,
1: She lays it on thick man. She's all uh, The whole movie with sexual innuendo
0: <laughs> Very much so very It was much a so. little
1: bit more of a secret Before, <laughs> now it's like I want to fuck you, James
0: <laughs> James, I want to make this clear I want to fuck you and I will do anything to make that happen <laughs> So, yeah, uh, at that point, uh, we get some exposition with M again. Uh, we can tell that she and uh, Admiral Akbar here are not uh, together on that. Right,
2: right, Akbar. Now, mm-hmm. they say the word GPS in this movie no less than 36 times in this one scene.
0: <laughs> they probably say it that many times i, I don't,
2: <laughs> was gps like real new at this point
0: and my thought was it is, had to be i i want to bet they had a test audience and the test audience was like what does that red fucking box do that we're so concerned about and this seems feels like they had to add this in to alert people this is a gps system it does gps things
2: they yes they went the um repetition induces uh recognition memory i don't know but they did it (laughs) they went for it and continued to do so throughout the whole movie
0: yeah it's uh it's pretty wild
1: by I the love way, the they, idea. It's like later on almost implied that it's like, it's like a, a gadget that Bond gets.
0: And it gets GPS. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Don't have to pull up MapQuest anymore, James. We have GPS.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, so, uh, basically, after that, uh, we get a limo ride with M, Bond, and the whole gang. And she's explaining that uh, the strange satellite sequence they received came from Elliot Carver's satellite. So she is going to send him to uh, Elliot Carver's party that's happening in Hamburg, Germany. And he's going to go there to meet an old girlfriend of his. An old flame. An old flame. And
2: yes, but he failed to mention that Bond is up against a timeline because the British forces have sent their fleet Mm -hmm. to the South China Sea to engage. So Bond has like, what, like, another ticking hours. clock yeah 48 yeah, hours
1: very much
0: like the last movie yeah and i gotta say this feels a lot longer than 48 hours bond well, does
2: Yeah, the time difference it, sure
0: uh yeah he
1: loses he loses 48 hours yeah, right? yeah. He <laughs> he gains
0: 48
2: hours there's a leap year
0: yeah, yeah you know now it's all different daylight savings is different oh, thanks uh so at this point <laughs> I just I'm going to end everything I don't have with thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks. Uh, so anyway, Bond then heads to the airport and lands in Hamburg, Germany and guys, we got our first Q visit in the movie. Q is looking old. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, Desmond Llewellyn has gone from his old phase to Crypt Keeper phase in this movie. He is... He's all eyebrows. Holy shit. Those were (laughs) gadgets. Those were their own (laughs) Holy shit.
1: Their satellites. Their GPS satellites. That was (laughs) R&S.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Attached to his fucking face. Oh, my God. This... God bless him. (laughs) He did these movies for so long. He only has one more after this, and you can understand why just by seeing him. Um... But so Q is there, and, I mean, he really went out. He's wearing an Avis jacket and everything. Given how,
2: regardless of how old he is, their back and forth in this scene is some of the best Q and
0: Bond back and forth I've seen so far. They are great. Yes, Grumpy as ever. (laughs) Still annoyed by this man. (laughs) At some point, you wish Q would say, How do you keep getting younger than me? (laughs) (laughs) You got you've got dead benjamin you've had this job as long as i have you son of a bitch uh so yeah at this point we also get to see our brand new car the bmw 750. uh any thoughts about this ugly car yeah cool features yeah, yeah, the gadgets
1: I mean, win it over. I like Beamers. I've, uh, it's a legacy Beamer. I like Beamers. Uh, but again, it's like, it's got machine guns, rockets, and GPS. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's like, it's listening. <laughs> and cow chops.
0: <And>, yeah. <laughs> by the way. It's got a lot. It does. I love it. Maybe even more than Q even explained. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. 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 Definitely. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, we get this car. And my thought about this car is, I feel like I've seen this car on the road for the past 20 years i still see this fucking thing Uh, driving around so when i saw the movie i was like "Ooh, okay (laughs) like i mean it's a nice car but when you compare it to the
2: the db5 or the gt 2000 from the the lotus
0: yeah
1: yeah really it's it's probably it's bottom tier but the features Mm -hmm. features
2: make it features are great and again it's got gps
0: In case you didn't know. They let us. And it's got its own little uh, Siri integrated into it as well. In German. In German.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: Um, we thought you'd Don't listen- let her boss you around. Yeah. We thought you would listen to a female voice. Thanks, Q. Take your nitroglycerin. Um, <laughs> and- <laughs> so at that point, Q shows him that this is also remote controlled through uh, his cell phone, which is also another gadget. Yeah. An electrocutes Sever- Several gadgets. I... I that cell it.
1: phone is like nuts.
0: <laughs> that cell phone gets some use in this movie for sure. It surely does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Q shows him that it's remote controlled. He just pops up in the cell phone. Q can't figure it out just like my mother can't figure out an iPhone. So it makes sense. Uh, James, of course, as soon as he gets it, has it down pat. Expert. Yeah, expert. He knows how to do everything. He's good with it?
2: his fingers. Uh, so i have here. True.
0: <laughs> From Moneypenny. Um so. there's an alternate world where he and Money Benny just hooked up in a fingering situation. Yes. Money fingy. Oh, there you go. <clears throat> uh, gave you a lot more credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right. So then we head to Carver's Party. So at the party, uh there's all this talking shit Carver's doing with people trying to impress them.
2: He's launching a new news 24-hour news network. This Sounds familiar.
0: <laughs> yeah. Launch party for 24-hour news. Uh at that point Bond kind of introduces himself. He's a bank he's playing a banker. Doesn't change his name, but he's a banker named James Bond. Uh and then we also in this I mean thing it's got, a great name for a banker. You know what? James Bond. <laughs> it's perfect. It's funny. Wait till you get to uh, a view to a kill, because there's a great scene in that. But anyway, that's later on down the line. Anyway, so, yeah, he meets Bond. And while he's talking to Bond and schmoozing with people, trying to impress them, uh, someone walks up behind Bond, and he is immediately attracted to her. Not Bond, but Carver. And this is going to be our first Bond girl in our movie, uh, Weyland. Way Lynn. Played by Michelle Yao. Or Yo. I think it's Yo. Okay, thank you. Um I got a lot of good things to say about her, but the we'll... wonderful Michelle Yao. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Tremendous. Super Cop.
1: Yep. Crashing like Tiger Dragon. Dragon. Well, like when she was young, Super Cop was like what she got famous for. Anyway, oh. move on.
2: Yes. Michelle appears. Way Lin. Wei <laughs> Wei-li. It's Wei Lin. Wei Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wei hey, hey, I thought you were doing your Robin Williams impression. <laughs> I
1: thought he was doing more of like a Bill Shat. <laughs>
0: Ooh, Wei huh? Ooh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> So pretty Asian. <laughs> hey, look. There's a black guy. Oh, Robin. Um... <laughs> okay, so... At this point, Bond meets up with his old fling, who is uh married Elliot Carver. And her name is Paris.
2: Paris. Mm-hmm. Paris
0: Played day. by Terry Hatcher, everybody. Before Desperate Housewives took the rest of her life away, <laughs> she was in this. So we get her. She gives Bond a giant slap in the face. Uh, they have some back and forth about when she left him one day. And I got to tell you, Paris has some, she really needs to improve herself because it sounds like she is not mentally um, stable. She's worried about this guy that uh, had a one night stand with her years ago. And later on, she's, he asked, why'd you marry Elliot? He said he loved me. It's like, oh, honey, Mm. you got to do a little better. (laughs) We got to get you out and about.
1: AKA the money. Yeah. She's, she's. And she's fine in this I actually read that I don't know if you read There was another actor who almost got the role
0: Monica Bellucci
1: Yes, that's right Or at least she was considered briefly
0: I I really think she would have brought something better to this role I'm going to be honest with you Yeah, uh, I, I totally agree Yeah <laughs> uh, Monica Bellucci, you may remember from Spectre she, uh, no. The Widow The Widow, yes Played yeah. a
1: sort of similar vibe, actually
0: Afraid
1: uh, of her husband,
0: I guess it's yes.
3: the only thing I
2: could say. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Brunette. There you go.
0: Mm-hmm. Gets fucked.
2: There's another.
0: Wears a whole lingerie outfit underneath her clothes at all times.
2: You don't do that?
0: Uh-huh. Not recently. Hmm. It's summertime. It gets a little warm. Um. So, yeah. Uh, then at that point, uh, after uh, Bond and Paris catch up a little bit... Elliot Carver uh, orders uh, who? Oh God, I've already forgot that dude. Stamper, name's. Stamper, thank you. Almost said Stanford. That's not him. Uh, orders him to go ahead and kill this <laughs> random banker talking to his wife. Uh, and then at that point, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but a henchman enters, who's about seven feet tall and seventy years old. You see that guy? Yeah those <laughs> henchmen were, were odd. <laughs> was, uh, I don't know why. They were of a certain age. They looked like Goodfellas extras. <laughs> they did. Yeah. They did. Just background workers and Goodfellas. But yeah. So that just threw me off. I was like, why are these old men responsible for killing? But I guess they didn't know they were getting Bond. They thought we were just going to kill a banker. A banker. I yeah. yeah. What can you do? So at that point, they take Bond to a private room and. Of course, a scuffle breaks out. Yes, it
2: was a, uh, a studio, a recording studio.
0: Yes, a recording studio. Be- best place to kill people, I hear. Soundproof. So- <laughs> there you go. No one can hear. Um, I do want to say this, though. Uh, I really loved the first action sequence in this movie, the cold open. But for some reason, it felt like everybody in this sequence, their fighting was so slow. Well, they were
1: old. They were like seven years old.
0: (laughs) But even Brosnan kind of feels a little old in this. Like uh, after he busts through, like jumps through the window or whatever, and he has to swing that lamp or whatever it is, it takes him like ten minutes. It's like, uh, it really. I probably wouldn't even notice it, but at later on the movie, Michelle, Michelle, yo, I'm asking for correction. (laughs) Okay, we all know. I'm fucking terrible with names. so. But later on, Michelle Yo kind of really shows Brosnan up a little bit in the fighting. Oh, guy. Right.
2: She's a real martial artist. Yeah. She's actually a martial artist. Yeah. Well, that was my point.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's my point. She's really good. It kind of doesn't do uh, Brosnan any favors. Well,
2: you know what? I, I disagree. I think it shows like kind of oh. a, a dichotomy because she is all, all finesse with her martial arts, and James hits a guy with a cello. This is true. So like, James is always a brute forcer. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a,
3: you know,
2: okay. Smacks people with
0: stuff. The ashtray, the cello. Okay. All right. I'm with you. Uh, can you please let go of my neck, though? This is... Uh... <laughs> what are you doing? I get it. I get it. Two thumbs up. I I'm... understand. Hey. Hey. <laughs> you changed
1: your score, Andrew?
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm... sorry. Two thumbs sorry. up. All right, let three, me... Three if let I could, me... I guess. Let me change this. <laughs> All right. All right, I'll put my cello down. <laughs> Much appreciated. All right. Okay, so after the party ends, Bond goes back to his hotel room, and he decides to rehydrate with... Uh, Half a bottle of vodka, it looks like. Bond loves a good vodka drink after a fight. Uh, And then uh, we see Paris and um, Carver have a conversation back and forth. Uh, And then, of course, Paris shows up at Bond's hotel. uh, Under the guise of getting information, but we all know why she's there.
2: Information. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, so they end up uh, doing what Bond does best once again and with this 48 hour deadline uh, having sex. So, <laughs> gotta take a break sometime, guys.
1: Now, how do we feel about Pierce Brosnan's affection towards shoulders and biting them?
2: Oh my God. I wrote oh, it down. Yeah.
1: He is a biter. I feel like that's something he carries through his actual entire film career. Like, yeah. I think I've seen mm-hmm. it in other roles outside yeah. of Bond, and I yeah. don't
2: get it. Yeah, he's like a growler, like a... Oh, yeah, there's a lot uh, of that.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh... It's,
1: it's maybe something you do in throws of Passion, well, here and there, but I feel like he does it every time he has sex. Yeah. <laughs> I, I
2: think, get my teeth
0: it, on that shoulder. He's so doing that in real life. Yeah. 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 I'm just gonna bite this shoulder in a little bit. Oh, I'm taken out of that. Uh, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, so he and Paris have sex at this point. Yeah. Um... Uh, Yep, Bond and her sleep together. Elliot uh, sees the video of James Gupta shows. Him. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not back. their sex, video. not their sex video. Like... But let's be honest, I bet Gupta would have recorded that. He I seems can't like the that type. guy's name is Gupta. He feels very miscast with that name. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't want to say it. But, no, no. Um. Uh. It's strange that that's that yes, Slavin's name. Yeah. Uh, so
2: Carver hears. Uh, Paris say in a video, hey, do you still sleep with a gun under your pillow? Talking to James. And he instantly tells his henchman to kill her.
1: Yeah. I mean, I get get where he went with it. Like she was in his bed and looked under his pillow. But also, that's like a common thing that someone afraid could be doing. (laughs) I mean, well. (laughs) He just jumped. He jumped.
0: (laughs) <clears throat> four, four you know, Just murder
2: items. him. Kill, I, yeah, I'm betrayed. Kill them
1: kill, kill, kill both. Kill them both. I
0: don't yeah. even care. Uh, my wife needs to see the doctor. Oh, boy. Oh, so my yeah. God, the doctor.
1: <laughs>
0: We're not there yet. Uh, so Paris gives Bond some, a little bit of intel on uh, the Hamburg office, uh, the Carver building over there. And Bond ends up breaking into it uh, some great... Uh, Gadget work here. Uses the electric phone to get into the door, fingerprint scanner. <laughs> yeah. And goopa goop
1: ta goopa goopa goopa
0: <laughs> goopadupa. Uh he like has a some... new
1: cosmetic company. Goopa. Yes. My yep. Goop-a. Direct competitor yep.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Had it for years. Everyone refuses to buy it.
1: Um uh. just smells like taint. <laughs>
0: Hey, gotta use the best stuff. So, yeah, he has a very interesting collection in his uh, safe there. <laughs> He's got so much, like, so many hard drugs. So, <laughs> he has heroin needles bags of cocaine <laughs> absolute <laughs> bags of cocaine it,
1: it seems like they gupta maybe was written to be a little bit more than the
0: flat wallpaper that it ended up being
1: <laughs> and i would have maybe liked to see that
0: well <laughs> i gotta be honest after i saw the heroin needles and stuff i was like yeah i guess that, it yeah, been funnier, instead of
2: james taking it taking the gps thing out of the safe gupta's just like Hunched over with a needle in his arm, holding yeah. it, and James just picks it up and walks away with
0: his rope with a rope around a uh, belt around his neck tied to the ceiling. Jesus. pants down, yeah, pants down. He just did all of it. Oh, oh, it's Any not what it looks like. Get my hands. On. It's not what it looks like at all. This isn't your sex tape from your hotel room. Uh, so. Bond ends up stealing the uh, GPS jammer. He takes the GPS. (laughs) Oh, this GPS. And he's about to escape cleanly. And then, goddamn, Meiling shows up, sets off the alarm. And then we have another action sequence and a little chase with inside the Carver building. Uh, So at this point, I got to talk about uh, Meiling's outfit here. Did you guys happen to...
2: You mean her nine-inch stilettos that yes.
0: she's running around in? <laughs> it, was like brown,
1: uh, it was like a brown leather
0: jumpsuit. It was, it was a one-piece leather brown jumpsuit. That cannot be good to run in. I don't give a shit. That has to be... The heels aren't good to run oh, in. Oh, no, no, no. The stilettos she's wearing are so ridiculous. <laughs> it is... That blew my mind. When she runs and you see her full outfit later on, I was like, are you... Are you fucking kidding me? This is, she, doesn't stop her. No, she still does what she has to do. Uh, the walk down. Uh, there is a scene where Mei Ling walks down the side of the building super slowly. I feel like she could have just tied that thing and jumped, and it might have uh, been a little faster than what she was doing. But oh, she was going the smooth route. I guess so. I guess. And
1: are so. you are you saying Mei Ling or Mei Lin?
0: Yeah, it's Mei Lin. I told you I'm not good with this. What, is this is why you two are here. <laughs> this is why you two are here.
1: It's Chang, or Chong, or Chang Ching, or whoever it is. Look, I've,
0: look, I'm going to be honest. After I turned the page, I couldn't even remember the admiral's name. That's why I called him up. <laughs> That's why he's Akbar now. Because I just don't remember what he was called. Anyway, uh, so James is in a scuffle. Lots of shooting. Lots of chase. Yep, yep, yep. And then we manage to get to the printing press portion of the Carver Building here, mm-hmm. and uh, he, Bond ends up uh, killing guy, throwing him down the printing press, and escapes very guy. narrowly. <laughs> that poor guy. I again, I love how hard these security guards in these buildings try for their oh, for their I boss. Think he
1: tried very hard. <laughs> he he kind of gave
0: up. <laughs> well, there was the uh, secure The first security guard who's the black guy, he's throwing yeah, nothing? He, he was throwing around. Yeah. the white guy was like, oh, he
2: beat the black guy, and I have no chance. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, the black guys over there throwing haymakers like two, like three or four in a row. <laughs> well, there's a
2: there's a part where the camera angle they're showing uh, the black security guard kind of dangle James off, and it it look he's got his leg up and it looks like he's just fucking. Oh, based. he is drilling, just them. drilling him, <laughs> just for going a split to second.
0: Just, <laughs> he's mm. going to town.
2: Yeah. Shaking, not stirred. It was a
0: great scene. Corey kept sending me images from it. I was like, I have watched the movie, Corey. I know what's going on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Jame- James. Those, those are images from a different website. Sorry. Oh.
0: Well, let me go back and look at those. Uh, <laughs> and,
2: and then James throws the guy in the printing press, and then you get just the biggest smear of blood all oh. over the newspapers.
0: Yeah, the biggest, real big yeah. smear of blood. Black big and white s- and red all over. Oh, I see now, Corey. Yes. Ebony Men and Ivory Twinks. Okay. That's an interesting (laughs) website. Um, (laughs) Ebony Men and and Ivory Twinks. Twinks. Favorite Paul McCartney song. (laughs) So good. All right. So at that point, Bond escapes uh, very narrowly, and he drives away back to his hotel. Uh, He gets a call from Elliot Carver, who's already got his phone number, and he lets him know that he knows everything that's going on with Bond. And that he slept with his wife, most importantly. So at this point, Bond gets back in the hotel room and tragically, Paris has been murdered. And in the background, we have uh, Carver's news station already playing about her death. So it's already been set up. And then we are introduced to a real interesting guy. Uh, It's Dr. Kaufman, played by... Uh, Vincent Scavelli, who love him and everything he does. How'd you guys like Dr. Coffin?
1: The worst scene of this movie. (laughs) It made me laugh. He made me laugh. I did laugh. laugh. I was like, what the fuck is going on?
2: Very strange. Probably didn't need it, but it made me chuckle. It did make me chuckle.
1: He said, I am an outstanding pistol marksman. Who I, says it like that? yeah. <laughs> Germans. Yeah, apparently. So dumb. I, I, I gotta to tell you. Minute. He sounded like, at, at
2: best, he, Swiss. He said, stop yelling in my ear, ya. Ja. <laughs> yeah. That's totally German. <laughs> no, the, He put the ya on. Him. This German accent. <laughs>
0: he put the <laughs> This German accent was created on the day. <laughs> like, oh my uh, God. I kind of want to do it in German. Uh, whatever the fuck you want to do we hired this other guy in 60 seconds so i mean do what you want and
1: he's supposed to be stamper's mentor
0: yeah this fucking goon trained stamper
1: they try to like in the next scene act like he's this huge badass who tortured a guy for and kept him alive for 48 minutes like no he didn't that's a lie that idiot didn't (laughs) do shit 57 hours yeah 48 minutes (laughs) sorry that's not that bad 48 48 minutes for him. I was gonna say that there (laughs) are two
0: differences there. 48 minutes is long, but 57 hours is fucking ridiculous. Uh I am a skilled moxman, yeah. (laughs) The most un-German-looking man I've ever seen in my life. Mm. But anyway, so Dr. Kaufman is threatening Bond, tells him that he can make it look like an accident no matter what. He's killed celebrities, apparently. Uh and then at that point, uh, he gets a phone call, or in his earpiece, Stamper starts screaming at him, which was kind of funny when he told Stamper to stop yelling in his yeah. ear. Uh, he asked Bond to open the car door for him. After yeah, because he... there's like
2: a, a there's a cut scene at the same time. Yes, these all the other henchmen are trying to break into James's BMW, and they're getting like to,
1: to no avail. Then, but then later on, they just blast his windshield open. Well, it was, yeah. it was a missile. Well, why didn't they just try that? It, it was, was a missile. It was a yeah, rocket. But they get like, hey, we got missiles. Let's go and try that before we call Dr. Kaufman. I, I don't
2: know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you go to rockets before uh, just, like, asking. Because they do
0: want the thing back. They don't want That's it to explode. They don't want it to it. destroy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they don't know that the missile's going to not explode. Yeah, so... Bond ends up uh, tricking Dr. Kaufman with the phone and gives him a shock. This phone is useful. Yeah, it should have they stayed with Every
1: it. single one of that phone's gadgets. And he like he,
2: that he, one he did it so smooth too. you. you, know, you got a call. <laughs> yeah,
0: Ooh. zap. Uh, Kaufman. I guess this was his first scene. <laughs> does a oh, and Bond grabs the gun. <laughs> And ends up shooting Dr. Kaufman in the face.
1: <laughs> I mean, that I, shit was brutal. I liked it. I was like, yeah, kill that he, fucking idiot. Yeah,
0: please. <laughs> yes. Please kill this man. And then, I, I don't know how to explain this. He gives Terry uh, Hatcher's body the longest, weirdest kiss I've ever seen <laughs> for a dead person. He goes for it. Nobody else? No. It's like a suck kiss. Like,
1: <laughs> Yeah.
2: He, he just really- wanted to take some essence with him.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean make sure you could
1: always taste Paris. Uh we'll mm, always have Paris. Yeah. Werewolf in <laughs> the sequel. The,
0: the superior. <laughs> the superior of the two movies, Werewolf and Paris. <laughs> oh god, I think the only thing I remember from that song is that Bush song that was associated with it. Which if you didn't know it was a movie in the nineties, Bush has a song on it. Um <laughs> Anyway.
1: Bush comes up a lot in our life. George?
0: HW? Nagada. Naganda. Uh anyway, so now we're into our car scene. We yes. got a great car scene here. And I gotta say, really love it. Love what's going on. It was fun. So
2: good. Mm-hmm. So James is remote controlling his BMW. Yes. from the back seat.
3: Mhm.
2: And uses every single uses gadget this all thing. The gadgets. It's <laughs> got missiles. I mean, he's got caltrops. Is that what they're called? <laughs> caltrops? They're called? Cal-trips? Caltraps? Oh, traps. I'm, I'm the wrong I don't know what those that. are. called. The little spiky things he drops. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know what you're talking about. That blow
0: up the wheels. <laughs> I would actually
1: he's got, he's got re-air inflatable wheels, whatever those are called.
2: <laughs> yeah. I loved when he reinflated the tires and then chuckled. Because he thought it was cool. He did he's think He's having a was good cool. time. He's yeah, having a great time. To his day.
1: credit, he's having a ball back there.
2: Yeah. Rosin's
1: really having fun.
0: Yeah. Um, just
2: calm as a cucumber, being badass.
0: Yeah. I don't know why, but the most aesthetically pleasing thing to me about this was the, uh, the saw that came out of the BMW. I hated that. Okay. <laughs> no, it looked cool, but like...
2: You had to be absolutely
1: perfect.
0: Oh, for, it for to sure. Work. Uh-huh. Like if it hit, some back to the future shit.
2: If their wire had been <laughs> an inch lower, it would have just snapped that thing right off.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I just like that. I do look- love I, that one came out of nowhere. Q didn't mention that even <laughs> no, a little bit. No. <laughs>
1: well, and there's a little saw that comes up out of the logo with <laughs> <of> the
0: car. <laughs> if just in can- case you're about to run through a guide wire. <laughs> we have you covered. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, I like it because it looked cool. I, I totally agree cool. it doesn't have any purpose. This, All this looked cool. And yeah. can we
2: talk about the strength of that roll-up gate into this parking deck? Yeah. yeah.
1: Fired two missiles at it. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing.
0: It wasn't fucking around. We're serious here. This yeah. parking deck. It is absolutely no joke. Uh, so at that point, after we get a real good scene with the gadgets, um, oh, I also want to bring up Bond, again, knows how to use all of this, and if you look at that phone that's controlling this car, there's no, like, hey, uh, we got the uh, saw button here. Just press that. Bond's figured it all out. He knows. He can do anything. Guy can do anything. Amazing. Uh, So, at this point, after the car is damn near destroyed by a missile going through it and everything else, uh, Bond hops out of the car, drives it off the top of the parking deck, and... Into an Avis. Avis getting their money out of this movie, for sure. Uh, <laughs> getting the car back and everything. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Q, Q won't be pleased, but at least they will be returned to him.
0: Yeah. Oh, thanks. Uh, so after that, uh, we see Bond get uh, getting flown to an airbase in a helicopter. And, uh, oh, a fun fact I did read about this. This is the last time James Bond is in his uh, naval outfit in a movie. He doesn't huh? appear in it. Yeah. So, just
1: keep. Do that they in mind. call him Commander Bond anytime else? Do you, Do you know of?
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, quite a few okay. times. Yeah, I know in the spy, who, <clears throat> the spy who loved me. He is in that outfit for the last part of the movie. <laughs> I think he even fights in it. So,
1: I mean, going forward, I can't think of him being called that in the Dan or Craig movies. No, not at all. I feel like he's not a naval commander in those movies.
0: Yeah, I don't think the Navy was even part of his life in those movies. To be honest. Yeah, all right. Don't know. Oh well. Anyway, uh, so then it, uh, Bond runs into Wade. Now, if you are unaware, Wade is the Felix Leiter of the uh, Brosnan era. I don't know why they just didn't bring back Felix Leiter for this guy, but I don't mind Wade. He is definitely a a symbol of what everyone thought Americans were in (laughs) nineteen
1: nineties. Definitely a proto nineties
0: American. Yeah, man, absolutely. He's all over the place. Uh, but Whoa, I do, man. <laughs> G- you say goodbye. What you doing here? Jimbo. Jimbo has on a fucking Hawaiian shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everything.
2: So, when James gets his Air Force Base, we get two more GPS references.
0: Oh, in case we've already forgot, there's more. <laughs> oh, God. Beating it over your head. This is GPS. So, uh, Using this GPS, essentially they've been able to find where the uh, Devonshire sink. So at this point, Bond asked Wade for a favor, and Wade is going to give him a lift uh, or a drop-off <laughs> uh, to where he wants to go. I hope you like <laughs> that. <laughs>
1: I like formula. <more> <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> That was more for me. <laughs> Anyway, did you guys spot who uh, this gentleman was on the uh, aircraft carrier that was giving Bond all the directions?
2: Um, uh-huh. w- was that um, uh, uh, Lou Gossett Jr.?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. No, no, no I don't different know bald black man. <laughs> <Mine>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the cat. I knew he looked familiar, and the way he sounded looked very familiar. He's the uh, commander off Aliens that had the cigar in his mouth. Remember that guy? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. That was him. Yeah. I'm glad all to right. see he was still working at 97. Yeah. I was like, look at that guy. But yeah. So at that point, Bond, once again, long day for Bond. He's going to jump off into the ocean. Uh, they realize it's the Vietnamese sea and he's wearing all American outfits, which they have a fun time making fun of. He's doing a halo jump. He is doing a halo jump. Yeah. That
1: looked great. And this great. scene was cool. It looked cool.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: He looked cool. Big old butt shot.
0: Big old butt shot. Big old Brosnan ass in your face.
2: And they opened that... They mean high altitude, low opening, (laughs) because he opened that parachute (laughs) right before (laughs) he hit the water. water. (laughs) And then
0: cut it and torpedoed into the water. It was awesome. Yeah. And look, I I don't claim to know a lot about uh, water pressure, but it feels like he might not survive this jumping out of an airplane going deep diving then swimming back up at an accelerated rate without his head exploding <laughs> that that was kind of weird to me but again i know nothing about water pressures so what do what can i tell you
1: i feel like whenever i see that i always i'm always worried that people are going to get the the drips or whatever that's called <laughs> the bends what? The the pins. I'm sure James has the drips, though. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) You know he's got the drips.
1: He's got them. He's been giving them.
0: I, I hate to even go off course here, but have you guys ever seen, there are pictures out there of Liam Neeson apparently has an issue pissing himself or just a little leakage issue. There are pictures out there where his pants are just like soaked. It's really wild. I don't even know how to respond. This <laughs> is
3: like, not it's,
1: allowed. Like that like, is such a thing. He, he has a very particular set of
0: skills. He does. that <laughs> yeah, we found it.
1: You heard drips. And they're like, I want to fucking talk about Liam needs to pee in his pants.
0: Well, that reminded me of because I recently heard it and I looked it up on Google and I was like. Well, that's disturbing. Well,
2: I guess Pierce Brosnan and him are both Irish, so there's a connection. you know what?
0: I think we found it. We did. We found it.
2: So James torpedoes into the water, and lo and behold, there's the Devonshire.
0: There it is. He swims in. We get some good claustrophobic stuff in here. Uh, And while he's doing his investigating, he notices that they took one of the missiles. Mm -hmm. Uh, So at this point, we run back into Malin. Wait Wayland. for you to correct, huh? Yes, you're right. You're right. Yes. You okay. Yes. All right. Thank you. <laughs> keep me keep me together, gentlemen, please. It. So at that point, we see that she is also down there investigating. Uh, the Devonshire starts to uh, wobble a little bit. It's If we I didn't mention, it's on a cliff. So it starts to wobble. Things start to t- topple over. And, of course, it shuts the door in a way that they cannot open it, that they swam through. So at that point uh they both have to take off their oxygen to get through a very tiny space and swim to the uh swim back up. Uh which uh I'd be dead. I don't know about you two. I don't, I wouldn't make it out of this alive, but uh, whatever. I would have Good for you. <laughs> I
1: would have panicked probably more than anything.
0: Oh, I yeah, I would have absolutely panicked. <laughs> My body would still probably be in the Devon chair. So. That's a long
1: swim, and you're like, you're, there. ugh, no. No thanks.
0: Yeah. mm No thank you at all. That's why I don't scoop scuba kids. Uh, so at that point, we, uh, they get back to the shore, or, what were you going to say?
2: I was going to say, as they're swimming through, they see multiple dead bodies. <laughs> yes, this is true. These bodies would have looked so terrible oh, in yeah. real life. Yeah. They, they just they well preserved.
1: They were they're pretty fresh
0: dead. Yeah, yeah. no
1: no fish got to him yet. No pruning. No bloating. i was hoping we'd see Jared Butler, Jared Butler, but uh, <laughs> unfortunately no.
0: You know what? I like Jared better. We should Jared Jared, Jared. <laughs> Jared Butler over him.
1: Uh, Jared Subway Butler.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah,
2: they pop up out of the water. Yeah. Sorry, to <laughs> <Yeah. I> did you <laughs> hear it. And um, there's like a fishing boat mm-hmm. to pick yep. up. Maylin, yes, and James,
0: uh, and she's telling the guy to come over pick him up, and he's uh, what do you? What is this contraption called? A spear gun. Thank you. Speared right through the chest. Yeah.
2: So uh, discount Longren pops up and shoots oh, this.
0: <laughs> shoots, that's a good Shoots call. this it's poor
2: true. fisherman right through the chest. One hundred
0: percent. Spear gun. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they then take both of them back to. Carver's building in Vietnam. It's he, yeah. yeah. That he has to post his goddamn picture on everything. If you didn't know. Yeah, if you didn't know which one was his building, uh, I think I figured it out. So, yeah. So, they go there. Uh, Mei Lin sees a general that works for the Chinese government there, and we also get Carver, who... K- chaotically typing again. Yeah, damn. This... Fu- <laughs> This is the scene where I was like, why did they include him typing? It looks so ridiculous. Doesn't need to be doing that. No, no. Uh, He's basically writing their obituaries. And here's my thing with this guy. He wants to be a badass so bad, but this, he does not have the skills to pull it off. Like Carver, he really wants to play this guy like a true evil badass type of guy that can do a lot of things but it is not the case he doesn't pull that off at all no whereas i think uh anthony hopkins i could see that i could see that a little more yeah
2: no matter who played him i don't think this badass would ever be a term to to (laughs) refer to
1: this character no 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 especially when you find out what his actual aspiration and goal is Mm-hmm. And that really cemented it for him like, oh, God, this guy.
2: He's just yeah. the worst. A manipulative little shit. Not a, a badass. Troll. Yeah, yeah,
0: just. He's trolling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we got Bond and uh, ta- uh handcuffed to each other at this point. Yes. And Carver tells, them, tells Mr. Stamper to torture them with these chakra devices. <laughs> uh, really interested in torturing James's balls, apparently. Uh, mentions that a few times. And uh, at that point, uh, Bond does what he does best, and uh, they are able to escape the clutches of that They get guy. out of there. They get the fuck out of They're there, handcuff and all. Yeah. Uh, they jump out of a window. They grab onto the uh, banner. banner. Thank, yeah, thank God he's that big of a narcissist, because that's what helps them get down the building. And they break through a window and escape to uh, the street. Where BMW is getting its uh, endorsement money in this movie, <laughs> yeah. jump on a BMW motorcycle. Yeah. This, Forgot
1: those existed.
0: I, I'm i going to be honest with you. Till this time I saw it, didn't know they existed at all. So, very fun stuff. Uh, so, yeah, they jump on the BMW motorcycle. This might be my favorite sequence in this movie, is the whole motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. It's because it's awesome. It It's great. It's fun. I love it. Yeah. It's a lot they of fun. Gotta, they
1: got to do a lot of maneuvering to make it work. It's fun. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Things happen. And they're, you know, they're both very capable spies. They're doing a great job. Uh, Michelle is really having to <laughs> notice I didn't say her last yep. name. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> And she's really working on this. She's doing uh, a lot of movement on the bicycle. It's great. The <laughs>
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they're handcuffed together, so they both have to steer, and then she'll transition to
0: straddling him, and I liked that. I liked the straddle. Of course. Oh, yeah. We had to get there. Some great uh, campy lines from Bond in this. Uh, Don't lose your shirt. You know, just great stuff. He says a lot of things. (laughs) He does say a lot of things. So, yeah, they're going through uh, the streets of Saigon, uh, and a helicopter arrives after yeah. they're being chased by being chased a by car a for a while. And this helicopter makes a really wild move. Instead of just shooting down, they decide, fuck it. We'll just uh, chop the whole goddamn street to pieces. Yeah. They turn their propeller toward the street. And essentially, I imagine a lot of people died. Wow, they don't
1: care about poor people.
0: Oh no, no, no.
1: <laughs> Some people were shredded for sure. Some shredded cheese. Left
0: behind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they can't watch TV. They're not important to us. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And then we have a really cool jump where uh, Bond jumps over the helicopter blade. And then they're kind of trapped in this street. And, of course, again, the helicopter is like a spinning blade at the end. And Bond does a pretty fun move. He uh, takes the laundry line, wraps it around the uh, back of the propeller, and plane explodes. After
2: sliding their motorcycle underneath it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sliding right under that. It it's cool. I like that. I like <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. It's cool. It's so cool. It's cool. Very cool. Uh so then we uh cut to Bond and uh Maylin taking a shower in the middle of the street. Yeah. Uh and Brosnan's getting a lot of this water in his mouth and I felt a little weird about that. Uh, I just don't What know. are
2: you saying?
0: I'm just saying you don't know what's in uh water systems around the world. You want to be a little more cautious than that. You know. <laughs> He's been in some stickier situations. Oh. And not to mention at this point, he's maybe after, of this 48 hours, he maybe has two hours left, from what I can gather. So, not a good time to get the shits. You
2: can't stress him
0: out. No. No, can't do it. He won't be stressed out. (laughs) God knows. Uh, By the way... I don't know about you guys, but when they were on the motorcycle, that might have been a better time for uh, Maylin to take out that handcuff key in her fucking ear. Well, how was she going to do that? Uh, Well, she had a free hand. <laughs> she could have taken it out and the undone They handco- were
2: getting chased by a helicopter. Okay.
0: Okay. Hand off my neck. Hand off my neck. Two thumbs up. Got it. <laughs>
1: <Blank> <laughs> don't put the cello over. Yeah.
0: Don't, don't punch any holes in this fucking movie. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> All right. So... That's not a hole. <laughs>
3: I don't all right,
2: understand. I, all right. Could you imagine trying to do that on a move when you're having to help steer a motorcycle, being chased by a helicopter trying to chop you to pieces? Let me take off my earring, which I don't have a free hand to reach because I'm steering this goddamn motorcycle.
1: Hole filled. <laughs>
0: okay. Continue.
1: For, okay. For the record, I think I think it could have been possible as well. Wow. Well. <laughs> You guys have no I mean, idea. Yeah, but
0: I, I got it. Two thumbs up. And now we'll jump in. I don't know. I don't see how she would have done it. All right, that's fine. So she escapes and. She
2: never had a free hand.
0: <laughs> I don't know. You got to have a free hand. We got these Maylins running around. <laughs> So she escapes, handcuffs Bond to the flimsiest pipe on earth, and <laughs> He breaks <brings> that thing <laughs> in seconds.
2: There's someone sitting around like, a shower. Thanks a lot, asshole. You broke
1: it. You said you were going to be nice to it. It took us
0: 36 years to get that pipe. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah. So yeah, so Bond then starts uh, following her back to her hideout she has. And once she arrives... Sneak attack. Sneak attack. Chinese agents there to take her out. And this is what I was talking about. Michelle Yo is fucking killing it. Yeah. I mean, she's great. I, after
2: I saw this, I'm going to go ahead and assert her as the most capable Bond girl. I don't know. There was Vesper. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Let's get the Excel spreadsheets. Yeah.
0: I think we got a winner, Holy boys. Holy shit! Vesper, uh, Maylin, <laughs> and then... who else we got? Uh, the Kissy. No, Kissy. Is, Kissy's pretty good. Kissy was strong. Uh, she was,
1: she was, di- she was re- very resourceful.
0: One of the t- twins who was covered in gold <laughs> and died. The master. What was her yeah, master master name? Master from
1: the from Man with the Golden Gun. Oh, I can't remember her uh, name. I
0: just know Mod Adams, if I can be honest. I know Maude Adams, uh, Kissy, uh, A Third Kissy. Nipple, um, <laughs> and Nick Goodnight.
1: Night.
0: Good night. Oh, oh Good yes. Night. Boy, she really, she really lasted in our memories and she? <laughs> that was two movies ago. <laughs> Already forgotten. Uh, Good night. But yeah. Yeah, but she's, she's, she's killing it. She's crushing it. Yeah. Um, so after that, we she pushes a button, and we get to see Malin's uh, hideout here and all its technology. Mm-hmm. Again, great. Love all after that. After
2: we saw James do another sneaky oh, yep.
0: lighter punch <laughs> on a smoker. He is not handling these smokers, uh, well. He's knocking the fuck th- out.
1: gets us out. <laughs> Surgeon
0: General tipped his hat. He really did. Thanks, Thanks James. James. So yeah, Bond gets a gets a punch in there and uh we then get introduced to her hideout. Bond grabs the new Walther uh gun that we see in this movie. Mm-hmm. Apparently that gun shot up in sales after this movie. I think Popular it's the 99. Yeah. Really shot up after this. Uh good for them. Uh so what else do we have?
2: Well, so James and what
0: whatever her name is. You've got me all
2: chipped out. Yeah. Waylon. Um, yeah, that's it. They have like a bunch of back and forth puns and then a guy wakes up and she just so nonchalantly, I don't even know what it is. do What don't she takes either. this guy out with. It looked like an, like a, I don't even,
0: was it an airbag? I, I don't, don't know. It kind of looked like the autopilot from the movie Airplane. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It just shot at this guy knocked him out. But I love
1: fucking wacky, wailing, inflatable arm-flailing. Yes. Yeah, yes. exactly.
0: That guy. Uh, she's got some good gadgets. I like the fan thing. That was pretty fun. Mm,
2: yes. I've Always been a fan of Chinese technology. He's good. He's good with the pun. He likes the pun. And then he screams at that dragon.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: I just love this. <laughs> I love that part. I don't know.
0: Yeah. It's great. That's great. But yes, moving on. So, yeah. So, essentially, Bond and uh, Malin Sien, uh, Sien, uh they send a signal to their associated governments, and then they find where the uh, stealth boat could possibly be. Oh. Oh. And then, uh, at that point, we do another little travel scene, and they get the location they need to be at, and if you listen at this point in the movie, the score is actually the Katie Lang song, and not the Cheryl Crow. One. Huh. Another little thing to take note of. Mm. So they use that for a little bit of the score. Uh, but yeah, so they find the stealth ship, and we begin to enter in our final act of this movie. So at this point, they go up to the ship, they're trying to get in, and... They're spotted, and this is again goes back to Carver trying to be a badass when he grabs that guy's hair and yells at him. It's like, give me a fucking break! Like you wouldn't do this to this guy, you fucking loser! Like what? <laughs> <laughs> it just you seems piece of shit. <laughs> like he like grabs the guy's hair. I was like, you're not brave enough. To you do that. skinny frail. Piece of old shit. fucking man. <laughs> yeah. What do I think? Look at the screen. I was like, "You are not selling this at all, sir." <laughs> but anyway, uh Stamper heads outside and he's able to capture mailing. Uh Uh yeah, Carver grabs the guy. Uh they bring her up to meet Carver. He explains a little bit of his plan and what he's going to do, and then he does this fucking high yah bullshit in front of her again is uh, I don't like this guy Elliot Carver <laughs> not a fan I so
1: yes his his whole plan is to sow you know seeds of discord with China and the United States and well just I guess anybody but his whole goal himself is to get exclusive broadcasting rights in China for the next century that's all he mm. wants
0: yeah Good that's his God. main yeah that's his main plan here
1: who gives a shit?
0: Well, they even try to add in this little element of he wants to be like a savior figure too when this war breaks out, and that's just that doesn't play out at all.
1: That's just Yeah. Which that, which which road do you want to ride, guy? Are you a yeah. super crazy lunatic or are you some sort of messiah? Yeah, which one?
0: It's a Pick lot. Point. Yeah, it's you're dealing with a lot with this guy. So He's crazy. Uh yeah, that's one we put. Yeah. He's <laughs> a little crazy. Uh, we cut to uh, M at this point. She's arriving in London to let Admiral Roebuck know that uh, China isn't the enemy. That Carver actually set up this whole thing. Um, not a bad scene with Judy Dench. We then get back on the boat and Carver is basically laying out the whole plan. Uh, and like Corey said, he's going to do the broadcasting rights for the next 100 years. And China is what he's going to get from it. Uh, Bond comes in and we have a standoff with Carver uh holding maylin hostage and waylon god damn it thank you <laughs> um beef i've never feel dyslexic till i'm on this fucking shit <laughs> i never uh, uh it's a tough one yeah
1: just think just say waylon jennings a couple times just think jennings every time we say her name waylon i don't like the, waylon uh, spin you put on that, Corey.
2: Not Mei Ling, <laughs> Wei Lin. Um, but before James showed up here, I, I don't want to leave out the fact that he stabbed two people to death. He did.
0: Bond's killing folks this. with a
2: knife. That's yeah, very with a knife.
0: That's very <laughs> personal for a Bond kill. It would have been pretty cool if he just used like a random weapon, to just stabs some dudes, <laughs> like in his sunglasses.
1: Um, just picks up a big old piece of rebar and just fucking <laughs> the guy. This Bond, damn, or that,
0: that, uh, arm thing that Schwarzenegger uses in Total Recall to stab that guy through the neck.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, Bond, why did you look so disappointed in that, Blaine? Blaine <laughs> didn't, Blaine Blaine didn't that like Andrew that reference. Bring up like... Total Recall at all.
2: I love Total Recall.
1: <laughs> That's the second time it's come up in this episode alone. Yeah.
2: Um, but James in this movie is kind of brutal.
1: I'm okay with that. I like it. I also am okay with that. You, I like James in this yeah,
2: movie. killing uh, Dr. Torture Man <laughs> with his own
0: gun. Um, Dr. Torture Man. And then, Dr. Torture Man. And then it's Dr. Kaufman, the, but don't feel bad because you were staring at me. Just, see, if I knew it, and I did not. Dr. <laughs> I Kaufman. I did not. <laughs> murdering these two,
2: yeah. murdering the two guys with the knives, and then what he's about to do. Mm. All very personal kills. And I'm yeah. here for them.
0: Yeah. He also stabs Stampler in the arm and grinds it in his it's, arm. Yeah. <laughs> that was wild, too. And then melts his shin off.
2: <laughs>
1: for, yeah. Uh,
0: he's not playing around No,
1: this um, No. <laughs> I feel like you're one step away from calling him Stapler.
0: Oh, trust me. I, <laughs> yeah. Once I listen back, I'm sure I did five times. <laughs> uh, So, yeah. So we then have a standoff where Bond is going to shoot Gupta and uh, Carver is going to shoot Waylon. So at this point, they're just going back and forth about everything. And Carver just realizes, well, I don't really need Gupta anymore. <laughs> Shoots him, kills him. <laughs> I like that. And again, j- even seeing Jonathan Price with a gun, I find unbelievable. It was just like, okay. All right, hi Sparrow, let's <laughs> yeah, cool it. Let's, let's calm it down with the theatrics here. All right, so yeah. Uh, and then at that point, uh, uh gets away, and they again, there's a big shootout on this boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, she fucking throws a ninja star through a guy's throat. <laughs> yeah. And
2: blood squirts out. Yeah,
0: that was awesome. I was like, we need more. Th- I would honestly love a R- ra- rated R Bond movie. I'd be a yeah. fan of that.
1: I, doesn't James like look at her and go "fucking nice one too"? Right? Yeah. She that. <laughs> I loved how happy he was that she just
0: destroyed yes. the ninja star.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was James great. James is a little psycho in this one. <laughs>
0: uh, now, I, this might be uh, might not be a nice thing to say, but it feels like this action scene goes on for a little bit longer than it should have. There's a lot of shooting and running around, and I don't know. It felt like a lot. Maybe that's just me. I think it's just you. Okay, because
2: awesome. it's way shorter than the the action, the finishing sequence of last week's movie. It's
0: true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Like a good, maybe even half the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I think, I I think last week's final scene was what uh, forty-five minutes of the movie. I don't <laughs> know. A yeah. yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> I do just want to point this out. Uh, there's. <laughs> Waylon is uh, shooting up shit and she shoots this like a uh, uh, computer system and she says hi yah when she does it. She does it. Do it's that. an ADR hi and She hits a hi yah. That was one of my bigger laughs in the movie. I was <laughs> like, that is so ridiculous.
1: <laughs> Why oh, did I? I, man. <laughs> I love it. Every now and then I love just like giving that little ki ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, this is a this is a blockbuster movie. Here we didn't have to fucking add this shitty ADR for doing that. But I enjoyed it.
2: Me- uh, meanwhile, James is shooting hundreds of missiles at people,
0: yeah. <laughs> at close quarters. Yeah. Bond has killed maybe more people <laughs> in this mo- in this sequence than any other movie. I'm not sure, but he is just killing some folks. Uh, at this point, most of the boat decides that they're just going to evacuate. Yeah, well, just, yeah, we're, we're done. Fuck it. He's not paying me enough.
2: Because they're getting bombed by the British fleet yeah. at this yeah, point. Yeah.
0: Also, another British ship shows up and starts also. <laughs> it's shooting no longer this. stealth. No. Yeah. Bond makes sure that happened. And only people really left are Carver and Stamper. So there again, another great ADR scene where there it's when they're kind of just staring at the rubble inside. Uh Carver says something to Stamper, and his lips do not move at all. And that also made me laugh out loud. He's just standing there in this dialogue with his voice is going over him. I'm My all, oh. ADR radar is not on point. Did
2: I you admit... miss all these ADR. Moments? <laughs> is that
1: is that the one where he's telling him to go check the engine room for, for the girl? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was just like, "Jeez, they didn't even try for that one." <laughs> that was outlandish. They just put that over there, but. At that point, uh, Bond uh, manages to get to the control area, and again, I wrote, my note is this, Carver hitting Bond with a gun. Oh, wait, <laughs> Like, I just don't buy his bullshit. I don't buy it. I feel like he'd be like, eh. And Bond would be like, what What are you doing? <laughs> I mean, he basically does that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, second later I mean he he,
2: that. that's exactly what happens. <laughs> yeah. He grabs him and then holds him there while a massive drill goes through his it's body.
0: True. That's true. That's the
2: most... He treats him like a little brother. Yeah,
0: he really does. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're hey. dead on. Yeah. I called it. Yeah. I called him. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yes, he does basically the Total Recall death. Uh, again, this is where I wish it was rated R. You just see chunks of carvings yeah. flying everywhere. That would have been fun. It, yeah, because
2: James was looking at it, just kind of like holding yeah. him there, like
0: you're about to get drilled. And man. then he doesn't. Like I feel like he could have just slid down, and that drill might have missed him. But now, nah, fuck it. Yeah. So then, carve. That he's
1: always how- got bad legs. Can't crouch. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> oh, I would this would hurt
2: my knees. Geez. I would bend, but Oh is sore for day. I'd rather die. I'd rather
0: die. Uh so that's how Carver dies, drilled to death by Bond. Uh and one now, could say carved up. Hey. hey. <laughs> Wait, Blaine's still going hey Oh there it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> At this point, we're we're coming to the end here. Stamper has uh, Waylon, and he drops her in the water, tied up in chains. Mm. He and Bond have a pretty decent fight on the missile, where, again, Bond stabs him in the arm, grinds it into his arm, and then stabs him in the chest to no avail, but crushes his foot with the actual missile uh, when he pulls a lever. At that point, Bond jumps in the water. He uh, gives way then some oxygen and the uh, stealth ship blows up. Much, yep. Blows up. And then at that point, uh, they find some rubble to get on. Uh, just simply so they can fuck. Uh, <laughs> why Why not? <laughs> Rough day. They go on to the rubble and begin to have sex. And that's where we end our movie, guys. Well, but not before. Uh huh. Well, go ahead. I, was I think say, I have different.
2: M is writing. Oh yes, M is writing the uh, a cheeky headline about Carver. Mm-hmm. You remember a it? cheeky headline? A cheeky headline.
0: Yeah. Do you remember what it was? Uh, he killed himself. or yeah, something, committed himself. suicide. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's how uh, the headline is going to go for him. And then we get a little notification about our uh, a little acknowledgement for our good friend. Uh, Cubby Broccoli. His Uh, memory. It's true. Yeah. So we do get that. And then the Katie Lang song. The Katie
2: Lang song.
0: Tomorrow Never Dies. God damn it. It's so good. Surrender. Uh, Mm. And that's Tomorrow Never Dies. That's it. That's the movie. Uh, What is it? The third shortest James Bond movie ever? I believe.
2: That fact, I do not know.
0: I think Dr. No was under two hours. For sure, Quantum's under two hours. And I think this one's the only other one that was under two hours. So Wow. Yeah.
1: I mean, right at it. What was it, 159 minutes? Uh, yeah. We, 100, two, one, 159 hour, minutes.
0: one hour and 59 <laughs> one minutes. <laughs> <laughs> 159 <laughs> minutes. Uh, so, yeah. It comes right out at uh, an hour 59, but that's fine. Uh, so, yeah. So, why don't we take a quick break, Yeah, guys? let's take a break. Come back. Do some scores. Let's do it. All right. See you in a minute. And welcome back, everyone. So on the break, Blaine uh, roughed me up a little bit about uh, the scoring, and I mean, sometimes you got to. Sometimes you got to slap a bitch. Yes. Um. So Sean here. So as we all know, we have a sp- uh, specific specific scoring system we use for all Bond films. Yes. So before we jump into the actual numerical scores, why don't we give out some awards for this Let's movie? Let's give out our awards. Oh, awards. Alright, so first award we're gonna give out is Best Death. Corey, I'm gonna start with you. Who's your best death in this movie?
1: My favorite death, old newspaper man papering his news. <laughs> mm.
0: Corey, you've gotta be fucking kidding me. That is exactly what I put. <laughs> I what just do you mean, love- you gotta be kidding me. That was—I <laughs> didn't think anybody would like that.
2: I I, when I when I brought it up, you acted like you didn't care about it at all.
0: Right. He well, was, I was, I was gonna use key. it later on. Yeah, Loki. No. I
2: was like, <laughs> his blood is everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You never see blood in Bond
1: movies. I know. I know. More That's to it I though, like I loved him. how he tried to fight and then just in the middle of it was just like, ah, <laughs> just gave up and let Bond. He handle. was like, oh, he's better than me. I thought it
0: was really fun to look at. The, I've never seen anybody fall into a printing press. That was kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, what about you, Blaine?
2: Oh, I just like when James stabs that guy in the heart <laughs> and then uses his dead body as a
0: decoy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Fair, yeah. That's great. I really That's liked it. That's great. Yeah, so <laughs> real. Once again, might I add, almost to a recallish. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. there's a lot of similarities. Who try- wrote these two? I know. <laughs> it wasn't Rule Doll. Certainly not. <laughs> All right. Very good. All right. So uh, next category: best line from this movie. Blaine, what do you got for best line?
2: Okay, so there's a part on the stealth ship. Where James has whatever his name Gupta and uh, yeah. Carver's yabbering on about something, and then James goes, "Oh, sorry, I tuned out." Yeah, and then <laughs> then looks back at him. Yep, yeah. he just he legit yeah. just tuned out the bad guy during his big monologue, and I yeah. love
1: that so much.
0: <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, Corey, what about you? What's your best line?
1: I'm going to stick again with my theme of low hanging fruit and give it to Money Penny. You are always a cunning linguist, James. Frankly, because I love the look that M gives her right after that. And Money Penny has to yeah. kind of go,
0: don't ask, don't Oops. tell. <laughs> yeah, don't ask, don't tell. And then the lesbian scene starts, which was really weird for this movie. I didn't think that was going to be in there. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, my favorite line, <laughs> my favorite line comes from our good friend Wade. When they were on the, um, uh, what was that, a base, air base, he says, the U.S. has no interest in seeing World War III unless we start it. oh wait.
2: You know what? (laughs) I got to give a shout-out to the line Carver said where he was like, Mm -hmm. the difference between genius and insanity is measured only by success.
0: That's That's not bad. That's pretty
2: deep. That's not bad. I was like, okay, Carver, yeah. look at you.
0: Mm-hmm. And again, I no, credit. Sh-
2: go type some more.
0: <laughs> and again, you know what? I would have loved to hear Anthony Hopkins say it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that but would have here's been here's the thing.
1: thing. <laughs> I think turning a phrase should be the very least he can do if he's the head of the fucking newspaper.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He better be well, able to turn a phrase. I mean, hey, he's a news baron. And like Trump. Uh, Baron? Baron Trump. Oh. That's who I meant. So Baron yeah. Trump. Mm-hmm. Baron. By the way, I, again, this is me completely sidestepping. That fucker is like seven feet tall now. I was about to say he's enormously tall. <laughs> it is creepy how tall he is. <laughs> We're Shut tall up.
2: people. We're tall people.
0: <laughs> you see how tall I am? Melania. Yeah. Melania. Look at me. I'm 6'7, <laughs> 125. <laughs>
2: 125. I'm solid. Noodle, eighty nine percent dead, dead baby.
0: When that goof's doctor came out, that first time he had a physical, and he said that he was one hundred and sixty pounds. I'm a ship. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. In which leg, motherfucker? What are you talking about? That was. That's when I knew we were in for some fun four years, right there. Anyway. All right, so finally, our final category. This made the final cut for that. I'm going to you, Corey. I think you know. It's Vincent Schiavelli, Dr. Kaufman. (laughs) Dr. (laughs) Kaufman. Oh, I mean, hey, it's a great point. (laughs) Well, what about you, Blaine? (laughs) I had Dr. Kaufman
2: as well, but I have some
0: backup. So I'll let Andrew go, and then you can come back. All right, so mine was I really didn't feel like we needed Paris in this movie. I'm gonna be honest, I didn't feel like yeah I that added agree. a whole lot. Yeah, I thought we could cut out Paris's part. To be honest,
2: well, painful. I mean, if you cut out Kaufman,
0: you might as well cut out Paris. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those two they're they're two peas in a pod. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I say forget Paris. Hey ho. Ho. is
2: it midnight?
0: In yeah. I'm with you. I'm with, I was with you. All right. You know how much I love Woody Allen movies. <laughs> how much you love him in general? You're obsessed with uh Oh uh, yeah. It's weird. All those More posters are less
1: than his
2: adopted daughter. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
0: That's the thing that he's obsessed with. Yeah. Um All my shirtless Woody Allen posters I have up. All right. You okay. guys want to watch
1: any haul? <sighs> what was I going to say? <laughs> I don't remember. You said you had a bag. Of.
2: Oh,
0: yeah. You had oh, yeah, a yeah, bag yeah,
2: up. yeah, yeah, yeah. The drill torpedo. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. It's, it's stupid. St-
2: There's also a part after they crash their motorcycle in through a roof where.
3: Uh, yeah, was that that part. lady
2: having sex with someone? She first. Had oh, to be,
1: yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. right. It was she such like, like a she, she looked like, down, she's like, okay, <laughs>
0: yeah, all right.
1: She was inconvenienced
0: at first and then was like, back to it, <laughs> yeah.
3: I
2: don't know,
0: yeah, I they probably could have
2: done without her. that. <laughs> that could have, yeah, I, yeah. either way, that could have been left out.
0: All right, now that we've been out of the awards, gentlemen, it's time to score this son of a bitch. So, as we all know, we have seven distinct categories that we use from uh one to 100. So I'm going to start with bond factor for this movie. Blaine, what did you give Tomorrow Never Dies for the bond factor?
2: Mr. James Bond in this movie, Pierce Brosnan does a phenomenal job. I gave this a 91.
0: Oh, okay. A He's 91. He's so
2: confident, so effective. Dangerous. Charismatic. <laughs> Bold. He just fucking rocks it in this one. Okay. Solid quips. Ninety-one.
0: This is a this is a bond bond, a bonds bond. Okay, all right, Corey, jumping to you. The bond factor.
1: Uh, this is where I totally agree with Blaine. I thought he was. I don't really have anything negative to say about him. I just think that I still think there's room for improvement in other ones that I know I like the bond better. So I'm giving him an eighty-four. I liked him a lot. He was he, he was he was great in this.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm uh. I'm in line with you, Corey. I gave him an 86, so I'm kind of right there in between. Yeah, I thought he it's so good. Yeah, he he brought the action. He brought the campiness. I I was a fan of what Brosnan was doing in this one. Yeah. Okay. Next up, we have action sequences. So, Corey, for action sequences in this movie, what did you score it? Um, I, I still gave it a pretty high score. I gave
1: it a 71. I may have dinged it a little bit for some weird choreography because I, you know, I do kind of agree that at the, uh, where he was launching his twenty-four hour that that whole there the fight choreography there was weird, and then a it few was. other times. Uh, so I dinged a couple of those, uh, and also we didn't mention it, but the explosion of the airplane in the very beginning was doesn't hold up very well. But that's that's mm. fine, you know,
0: that's just <laughs> the way it goes. But overall, yeah. still pretty strong. Okay, all right. Well, Blaine, what about you for action sequences? Give it an eighty-three. An 83?
2: 83, okay. I 83. Uh, the opening here is awesome, in a weird way, because James just he just kills a bunch of people. I just like how much of a brute he is. <laughs> yeah, like he he acts like what I think Schwarzenegger would do, <laughs> like a one-armed machine gunning, and. Uh,
0: it is, you know, it is wild that Schwarzenegger never was up for a Bond movie. Yeah, that would have been interesting.
3: Cool. <laughs> Give me the code. <laughs>
2: um, but hi, Patters.
0: <laughs> oh man, um, I mean, he's but,
1: basically Bond in True Lies. He's, he's that's what his version of Bond would have been,
0: and it's awesome. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. It's, it's
1: very good. It. Yeah, so cool.
3: Yeah,
2: but yeah, so. The remote control car is awesome. That whole scene. Mm -hmm. The motorcycle chase is one of the best chase sequences we've seen so far. Uh, Mm -hmm. Michelle Yo is just whooping ass, and we got a lot, a lot of real looking kind of, I don't know, just blood and (laughs) fucking brawn in this one. I liked it.
0: Yeah, three. 83 okay well uh this is gonna surprise you a little bit uh i actually went higher than both of you i give it an 87 oh yeah i thought uh, for what they were doing it was not bad at all i kind of enjoyed it uh like Corey said besides that weird fight at the uh party it was not a bad and, action sequence movie
2: yeah and i see what you're saying about that one mm-hmm. but the cello smash and the ashtray saved it for me
0: okay that's I'll- fine
2: Especially because he kind of fumbled around with the ashtray and inspected it before yeah. smashing that guy.
0: Yeah, I mean there there was a little bit of elder abuse in there because that seven foot tall <laughs> geriatric man was. <laughs> that was uh, something interesting. Is that
2: Peter Mayhew? <laughs> yeah.
0: Peter Mayhew, when he died, looked younger than that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, I gave it an eighty-seven. So now let's jump to gadgets. Now this movie was. Fucking loaded with gadgets. But, it, you know, we all have a different way we judge these things. So, Blaine, I'm going to go to you. What would you give this movie for gadgets? I gave it a 73. Okay.
2: Nothing really blew me away, but they were cool. You know, okay. the missiles,
3: uh,
2: a lot of the shocking, a lot of stuff's pretty standard Bond stuff. Mm-hmm. The remote control part was pretty cool. But, you know, nothing, nothing, uh, nothing blew me away.
0: Okay. No blowaways from Blaine. Uh, Corey, what about yourself? Um, I'm right there, too. I, I said a
1: 72. I mean, it's, at the end of the day, it's a phone in a car. Uh, I guess you can count the lighter <laughs> bomb the be, in the beginning, but the, the phone has a lot of functions, as does the car. And he uses them all, and they're all pretty fun to watch. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Oh, alright. Well, I kind of went a little higher, once again, from you guys. I gave it a 80 for gadgets. Uh, there was a lot going here. Uh, Probably the most gadgets we've had in a Bond movie so far. Uh, I, I still agree. think Moonraker. 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 <laughs> uh,
1: you think it was so many? Also,
2: okay. All right. You only Live twice. Had a,
0: you know, it did. Rocket it did.
2: guns, rocket cigarettes, rocket ro- cigarettes, gyrocopter. Yeah.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Asian makeup. <laughs> you know what? You're right. I'm gonna change this to a 52. <laughs> no, I'm. <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So. <laughs> Uh, 80 from me So now we come to uh, The part uh, I think we're all ready to talk about And that's the song And opening title sequence So uh, Why don't you go first? Why don't I go first this yeah. time? Okay So uh, Let me just say this uh, Cheryl Crow's Tomorrow Never Dies Is not on my Bond playlist Never will be. I do not like this song <laughs> at all. So, a lot of points taken off for that. Like Corey called it perfectly, the Lawnmower Man titles we get is
2: fine. I gotta be honest with you guys, I don't know what the hell y'all are talking about
0: <laughs> with Lawnmower You Man. have gotta watch Lawnmower Man. i
1: give you a brief... Yeah, Lawnmower Man's basically moved from the 80s where... 90s, a sir. Mentally handicapped... Uh, 90s. Mentally handicapped guy... Gets this special procedure to make him smarter, uh, and it's during the time of uh, it's during the time of a lot of computer animation and graphics. They literally pulled from a TV show called Beyond the Mind's Eye on Discovery Channel, and he just goes through this weird like computer animation program and gets smarter, and then gets so smart it becomes maniacal, and then it becomes basically an
0: AI. and And I don't know. It's a it's wild. a wild movie. God, just. <laughs> Just as we were talking about that, I just remembered. Starring role: Pierce Brosnan. That's true. That's true. That's yeah, right. he's he's that's the
1: star right. of that movie. Yeah. He's Wait, not the titular lawnmower but man, but he is the one who gives the lawnmower yeah. man. When yeah. you made
2: that reference, you didn't remember that Pierce Brosnan.
1: I forgot. I, forgot that I totally I forgot that too. That
0: no way. Yeah. I 100% forgot he's in that fucking movie. Holy shit. I completely forgot. Not to mention, talk about uh, Flowers for Algernon. That's the exact same goddamn plot. (laughs) Is Pierce Brosnan in that too? (laughs) I don't know about that one. (laughs) He might have been a little too young for that one. But anyway, so... (laughs) I'm so Uh, shocked. I didn't remember that. Yeah. Anyway, so given all of that, I gave this movie uh, a 17 Oh, yeah, that's low. Yeah, gave it a 17 for the opening and song. Now, here's a fun little thing. I love the song at the end of this movie. The Katie Lang, Tomorrow Never Dies song. Uh, It's called Surrender. It is called Surrender. It should have 100% been the main song in this movie. Uh, And let me just say, if that had been the song... I would have actually given this an eighty-one. Yeah, if it had been her song, I would have gone even way if higher. the
2: graphics sequences didn't change
0: at all. N- no, not change at all. Uh, I'd still give it an eighty-one. Okay, I guess
1: I wasn't factoring that part in. Mm-hmm. Maybe the graphics are. I'll go next then. The graphics are pretty stupid for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're not, yeah, they're yeah, they're dumb. Yeah, and I think that that's uh, yeah, they're pretty silly. And the Cheryl Crow song is dreadful, yeah. to say the least. Yeah, she—I didn't really ever think of her as having like not very good vocals, but she's like her voice is almost breaking a couple times. Mm-hmm. She's got a cool part during the chorus where she kind of hits some distortion, which I—I that was the only part I liked. But that's you know, <laughs> it's not really anything to brag no, about. No. Uh, so I gave I gave that a twenty three. Okay. Did not like it. Twenty three. Bad. Yeah. And if I were to rate um Katie Langs, I was actually right around the same thing. I was at 83. Oh yeah. Um but but I wasn't factoring the, the 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 title, so I would knock that down ten points. Okay. All right. <laughs> because I think her singing is very strong.
0: Yeah. God, I love that song. That's definitely on my playlist, by the way. The Katie Langs are in there. Uh all right, Blaine. Your turn. I didn't hate it. As
2: much as you guys. Okay. <laughs> I listened to it a few times. I watched her actual music video because when I first listened to it, I didn't know what the fuck she was saying. <laughs> but then when I saw her mouth moving, I was like, oh, now mm-hmm. I can understand what she's saying. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't hate it. The graphics were dumb. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was like breaking glass and computer chips. <laughs> yeah. But- and- I don't know. It's coming Ooh, in you said out. a
0: girl's made out of Pringles in it, so I don't know. <laughs> She's made, out <laughs> <chips>. <laughs> made out of chips. Made out of chips.
2: I gave it a 56.
0: Oh, okay. A little higher. Wow. All right.
2: Uh, the Katie Lang one, I did enjoy more. I would have bumped that one up to like a 74.
0: Uh, all right. Yeah, I hmm. really wish that Katie Lang. It's that was way a more. Phenomenal fun.
2: Way more bondy, almost bassy,
1: Shirley Bassy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, she hits the bombast. It's
0: it's and quality. she can sing so much better than fucking Cheryl Crow. I'm yeah, just say that. yeah,
2: that was definitely a choice. Uh, based on how popular
1: Cheryl Ro- was at the time,
0: I agree.
1: I agree. But they're well, that's the thing I think that we're finding. That we, you know, when I like the songs that are more quiet and achieve that kind of calm purpose, it's cause they're not trying to do something that they shouldn't be doing. Like Cheryl Crow should not be belting like she is. Because mm. it kind no, of she, makes it sound She's oh, a talk
2: mm-hmm. singer. You know, she's got like a Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh she's part of that But she was super famous in the late nineties.
0: Yeah, she's part of that whole Alanis yeah. uh movement that happened in the nineties.
2: Well Alanis can
0: actually sing. Alanis is actually a lot better nice um, than she is. Yeah.
2: But I think who I haven't noticed that the end credit song and the beginning credit song is being different in any of the other
0: movies. Yeah, I mean... Not that
2: it jumps out. Maybe they were like, "Well, there this was song the, was so good, let's just put it in there too.
0: Yeah, this is a few steps back, but uh, the only one that's even comparable would be the Moonraker, Shirley Bassey, where it was the normal and then the disco yeah. one at the end. And I preferred the disco one much more.
1: I think I read that it happens at least three times, that the songs are two completely different songs. Interesting. But I don't know which films.
0: Okay. Well, I look forward to that. <laughs> well, that was song and opening title sequence. Let's move on to plot and character. So, Corey, for this movie, what would you give for plot and character?
1: So, I liked the characters. Waylon's great. Um, Moneypenny M. I even liked uh, the guy... Who was kind of, you know, again, wallpaper. I think his name was Charles Robinson. Uh, uh, the black guy, but Colin Salmon. I like that guy. Or Salmon, however you want to say his last name. <laughs> I like him. He's not doing much, but I like him. Um, but, man, the plot for me was stupid. Yeah. yeah, Okay. <laughs> and and uh, it really dragged for from, dragged from me. Kind of the second act, even though some of the cool action scenes, I just this film had some second act problems where I was just like, I don't really care anymore. <laughs> The stakes are kind of gone for me. Mm-hmm. Uh so I gave it a fifty one right there in the middle.
0: Okay. Fifty one for Corey. All right. Blaine, wow. what about you?
1: I gave it a seventy eight.
0: A seventy eight. Okay.
2: I think this is actually the most well paced Bond movie that we've watched so far. Uh and you said it was one of the shorter ones. Yeah. One few, of the shorter ones. minutes, but It just felt like it was constantly moving forward. I didn't look at my phone once, and that's one of the things, you know, like last week. Holy shit.
3: (laughs) Um, I know
2: you fell asleep last week. Yeah. Yeah. I I just thought it was, you know, it's not the strongest, but it just kept chugging.
3: Okay.
2: Didn't bog down. Again, this is one of my favorite Bond girls, if not my favorite Bond girl so far. 78
3: okay
0: all right um well i went a little bit lower uh but i'm at a 70 on this i thought the the plot did lack a little bit i'm kind of with Corey on that the characters though i i really enjoyed everybody uh except one but his category's coming up oh Oh, and
1: so yeah uh Oh wait, did you enjoy Gupta? We didn't really give Gupta much Gupta wasn't, He sucked.
0: I mean, he wasn't important enough to be he in was this. Yeah. Pointless.
2: Well, you know, maybe he was like so, like just mm, not doing much because he was high all the time. <laughs> he was from Berkeley. He, yeah. He was just doped up.
0: <laughs> you think oh, that's yeah. why they made oh, the, the Berkeley
2: reference. <laughs> yeah.
0: He had so I'm much. Like, I thought it was uh, a Berkeley hippie, but you know, you're right. He has a fucking locker full of heroin needles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's
1: a... He's a he played I mean, it <clears throat> perfect. <laughs> it's not... We haven't watched yet, but in the Pierce Brosnan mythos, you have Alan Cumming playing Boris in, in, in Gold Goldeneye. Yeah. And I just feel like... Oh, that was only, you know, just recently. And then you have someone playing the techie for... We'll say that yeah. for this. And they just completely... Didn't give him anything. No, he's got nothing. Nothing at all. Even the even the lines he delivers are just like,
0: I couldn't believe. It. I was like, who is this person? Uh, the satellites ready. All <laughs> right, charisma, <laughs> Carpenter. Yes. Okay. All right. So that's for plot and character. Uh, now let's move on to villain. So. Our main villain here is Elliot Carver. Uh, Corey, why don't you tell me what you thought about old Elliot here?
1: I almost think I'm giving him a little bit too much credit on the scoring. I gave him a 31. Okay. But I was just uh, annoyed with him more than anything. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's a mark of a good villain that you just don't like them, Mm -hmm. but... Usually, I like it when I don't like the person, and I also I'm captivated by exactly, them.
3: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, I was not with him. I, <clears throat> I was praying for this for his scenes to be over so I could move on. <clears throat> and again, I like Jonathan Price. Yeah. Don't know what he was doing here. I don't know what why what choices he was making. He was just he really tanked the movie for me, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a bummer to say.
0: Yeah, and I know I've mentioned it a million times, but God damn, I wish Anthony Hopkins would have not left this movie. <laughs> I really wish. Uh, all That'd right. Have been something, yeah. All right, Blaine. What about you for Elliot Carver, our main villain? What are you giving him? I gave him a sixty. Okay.
2: Because whilst I did hate his aggressive typing and <laughs> general demeanor, it, there was a real world aspect to this villain that you don't see a lot. That's true. Um, like the media manipulation, you can tell this is a post Cold War movie because yeah. we're not we've we've shifted for, like the tones into mm-hmm. media manipulation rather than war with the Russia stealing space stations. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I, I appreciate the real world esque element of it, but he did. Kind of suck, so yeah, sixty. All
0: right, uh, Corey. I gotta tell you, I don't think uh, you marked him too high uh, because I gave him a twenty-five. Youch! <laughs> I I didn't buy this character at all. I didn't buy that. You know his evilness. I I just wasn't with it. And like you said, Jonathan Price does great stuff, but. I, I really thought he kind of tanked a little bit. A lot of this movie, um, and his plan's fine. I do like the media manipulation aspect of it. That was probably my favorite part. But again, it just it falls flat for me. So I gave it a twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So now we come to sorry, John. Sorry, John. <laughs> sorry, John. I'm so I'm so fucking sorry. No, Blaine is just squeezing my arm really hard. I, I don't know why you're apologizing
2: to me. Your scores have been higher than mine in almost Some of every them category. Actually have.
0: Some of them actually have. I'm a little shocked by that. And I'm not like defending this movie. It's definitely not my favorite we've watched so far. No, no, not at all. Two thumbs. And so now we're at the entertainment value. <laughs> we give... All, we, it's what's fine. What's wrong with thumbs? It's fine. We love thumbs. We give... Let's,
1: what's wrong with What's guys? wrong with thumbs? I get two of them.
0: Hey. He gave two thumbs. <laughs> now I'm just trying to do Mark Wahlberg and it sounds nothing just like just it trying anymore. to do Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> all right, so entertainment value. Um, I'll go ahead and start this. Uh, with all the problems I did have, I thought the movie was fun. There were a lot of parts I quite enjoyed. I really enjoyed Brosnan. I really enjoyed uh, Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's it. (laughs) I really enjoyed her. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I liked them. I thought they had a great dynamic, and there were some great action scenes in this. So, overall, I gave it an 80 for entertainment value. But I will just say this. It's not nowhere near my favorite Bond movie, and it's not a bad movie, but it's not the best. I'll say that. It's a real middle of the road for I think we've established that. Okay, fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: Uh My score, Andrew, it's an 80. Oh, wow. As well. (laughs) I don't know what this whole thinking I'm like, fucking the Knights of the Templar for this movie or what. I don't know. Okay.
0: (laughs) Well, this is interesting.
2: It was solid. It was entertaining. Like I said, I felt it was well-paced. The villain was really the only iffy part about it and i can look past that <laughs> with all the other stuff and enjoy okay. it so 80 i think that's right on the nose andrew i agree with you 100 percent.
0: okay Corey, what about yourself
1: um for me it was uh a little less i gave it a 68
0: all
1: right i can't sit here and say that i didn't enjoy and have fun with the action scenes i did the, the chase scenes were great but i found myself as soon as they were over going okay let's get to another fun scene um, so I, I, don't, yeah, I had fun, but not as much fun. And I did check my phone a lot.
2: Oh, wow.
0: No, yeah, All right. All right. That's fair. Completely fair. Well, we have our, uh, averages here from all seven categories. Uh, the real, uh, Dallas Cowboy cheerleader for this movie is Blaine with a 74.43. Uh, wow. I came in, uh, I was the next highest. I came in at 63.57. And, Corey, you uh, came in the lowest at 57.14, but not, you know, not crazy off any of us, really. Uh, Which gives us... Middle of the line movie. very middle. (laughs) Which the grand uh, average for this movie, with all three of our scores, comes out to 65.05. Now we come to the time when we go to our leaderboard and we see where Tomorrow Never Dies has ended up. Alright, so of the uh, eight movies we have done so far Is that right? Nope. Seven. Seven movies we've done so far uh, Tomorrow Never Dies is currently in fourth place at 65.5 uh, Not quite as good as You Only Live Twice at 71.24 What? <laughs> but it, <laughs> it is better than Casino Royale at 59.14. Yep. So. Oh
1: I liked you only I Love Twice way more.
0: <laughs> I did too, to be honest. Um,
1: are you kidding me? I, I had more you fun. You fell asleep
0: telling me you had fun. Motherfucker. You don't go to sleep when you're having fun.
3: You're a liar.
0: I don't know. I thought it was a f- more fun of a movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Again, I, I kind
1: of liked it better. I love how a minute ago you were like, I'm not actually defending this movie. Either. No. Uh-huh. This is a real reaction. This is a strong reaction. Because Yoli
0: <laughs> <life>
2: was so <laughs> stupid. The second <laughs> half was so bad.
0: We get it. There was a
2: 12-minute wedding scene. Y'all are talking about y'all being... Y'all are some... i got to say...
0: Hypocrites.
2: Goddamn <laughs> Hypocrites. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? <laughs>
2: You're talking about the pacing in The World Is Not Enough.
0: Oh. We're not on that movie yet. Well, we haven't talked about Yeah, that movie that's yet. not the yeah. movie. <laughs> or, Tomorrow Never Dies. Tomorrow Dives. Never Dies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, this movie was... Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. We had some strong opinions on this one. Um. No, so... I, oh,
1: I said this. Le- Who knew? I thought this one would be a drop in the bucket. After I watched it, I was like, "We're just gonna move on
0: <laughs> after this one." <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it's fine. It's it, you know, we all like. It's gonna be different sometimes.
2: Well, I mean, it, it's really not the 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 big, <laughs> I, I'm the big scoring differences here are always. It's it's usually the song that's sinking or letting these movies swim, and villain. Everywhere else, we were I like mean, dead on with the
1: rating of this movie. Yeah. But I think the villain is everything in a Bond movie.
0: You gotta have a solid villain. And you gotta have a solid song, I, I think.
2: I mean, that's why they're included yeah. in the categories. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, throughout the competition, those have
1: been like the big swings. And I don't think we've had a movie where we've had like a really bad Bond yet. I don't, know. I don't know. I don't I know. I think y'all might feel that way with Casino Royale, but I, I mean, I still liked it.
0: Well, currently in last place is still Man with a Golden Gun. <laughs> he so, was pretty bad yeah. in that one. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so... Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. So far, these movies have been entertaining on a certain level. We haven't got to one that's just a flat-out, fuck this. You know what I mean? We haven't got to one of those yeah. yet. Um, so, yeah. So, fourth place, we got Tomorrow Never Dies. It is uh, firmly behind Goldfinger, still at number one with a seventy-five point one zero. In second place, we have Spectre at seventy-four point eight six. Uh, th- third place is "You Only Live Twice," and fourth place, <laughs> "Tomorrow <laughs> Never Dies."
2: And let's let's remind everyone why Spectre so high. Okay, because you gave it a 100.
0: <laughs> no, I didn't. A 99, no, I didn't. right?
2: A a 98. it a 98. 98, gave it a 98. 98. Okay. I'm sorry. still going to
0: argue that opening sequence and song is pretty good. Oh my god. I still
1: pretty good. You said it's you literally said it's maybe the second best I'd, according to you uh, again.
0: Kicks. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty, Nuts. pretty pretty good, Corey. Pretty pretty good. <laughs> oh my god. Good. All right. So that concludes Tomorrow Never Dies some uh, hot feelings on this one, I guess. Not uh, hot feelings. <laughs> I
1: just want consistency, for God's sake. I don't think there's going to be. I just think there's no We're all very different in, in this approach.
0: I mean, look, we're usually... uh, We're around the same. Usually, we just kind of differed on this one a bit.
2: And again, not really. I don't know why you're painting this picture. <laughs> I just said... It doesn't matter. We will. What is, what's,
0: on, matter. what's on the, uh, the, the plate for next week? All right. Thank you for letting go of my arm again. And so for next week, it is going to be the Roger Moore classic Octopussy. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're, we're at, at Octopussy yeah. territory, guys. Clown it up, baby. Mm-hmm. Clown it up. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm a little excited about this one. I'd love to revisit this. So next week. I am actually very excited about this one because... It's gonna be um, fun. I have, a great, I have a good feeling about it. All right. So next week we're gonna be doing octopusy. Until then, uh, this has been judgment. <laughs>
3: Bye.
1: <laughs>